What is up, everybody? It is Saturday, uh, September, September something, September 26th, and this is Podcast Game Overs, episode 43. Um, We got a special, special guest today in the house. Rick, what is up? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no. I'm I'm good, man. Same shit, different day. <laughs> Rick's here all the time. We got a uh, special guest, level zero in the house. Uh, uh, for those yeah, for those of us who don't know, who are you? Uh, I'm I'm just a, a man that wants to put my opinions on the internet, and hopefully they don't get flamed. <laughs> and uh, right. I'm also a Twitch and YouTuber. There you go. That's. <laughs> Pretty good. I mean, that's that's what we all want at the end of the day, right? We just want our opinions heard. <laughs> I think so. And I think it's nice to just chat with other people who had different opinions and silently just be like, but mine's right, you know? Mine, <laughs> mine's better. It's, 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 it's a balancing act on the internet. Like, half of me is like, I want to put my opinions out there, but I also, like, don't want to get death threats for having them. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's, I think that's a good line to draw, you know? It's yeah. like, I want to have fun, but I also would like to just live at home and not be afraid. <laughs> yeah, it's respectable. Mm-hmm. Uh, packed, packed week this oh, week. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. everyone throwing punches, mostly Microsoft, but moves are being made. So um, we're going to talk about that soon, but... First, I want to talk about some games that I've been playing. Um, popped in that Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man. I know it's a couple years old now, but I'm just now getting yeah. around to it. I and love that you're playing it. That's one of my favorite games. I love it so much. It's uh, not... It's great game. Fantastic game. But... Here's what I didn't know going in. I didn't know how like open worldy it was. Mm. Ah. And like boy is it open worldy. It's like it's kind of it's it's one of those it's one of the reasons why I don't really play these types of open world games anymore because it's just you open the map and there's just icons and icons just all over the place of stuff oh, yeah. that I just don't want to do. Um Yeah. And yeah, this game was just rotten with just icons and different currencies for upgrades and levels up and and gadgets and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I just don't, I just don't want to do this. Um, so I ended up just just trudging through the just the main story. Didn't do a single side mission, not a one. Um, and yeah, the game's great. I just I just don't like the um, yeah I don't like the open world stuff. Hopefully, Miles Morales. Um, they kind of rein it in a little bit because open world games, they've, they've kind of gone a different direction, I think. Uh, like, you, you don't really see that anymore. So, would this game come out in, like, 2018? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I feel like that that trend of just having just stuff all over the place is kind of dying off. Like, um, like Assassin's Creed is like, collect all the feathers, and there's like 3,000 feathers all over the place. And you're like, man, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Um, yeah it gets it gets a little too much and it's for at least for me when i was playing uh 
uh, you know, Spider-Man as well. It was, there's just so much going on. It just detracts from everything else. And you're just like, am I having fun or am I just like running some old lady's errands? Like, what am I, what am I doing here? I want to be Spider-Man. I want to go have fun, you know, beat up some bad guys, uh, maybe deliver some pizzas, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's sometimes it's just too many things going on. You need to have some, you know, five or six good things, not like 10. Okay. things. I, I hear what you mean, and I agree with you guys uh, to an extent. Mm-hmm. But here's here, here's my two cents on this. I yeah. found myself doing a lot of the side quests because I liked seeing more Spider-Man stuff. Like I liked finding the backpacks everywhere because the stuff inside the backpack it had like a voice dialogue of what that stuff means to Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and I loved hearing that. Like as a Spider-Man fan, I loved hearing that shit, and. Uh, even some of the other missions where you find like all of Harry's labs, like it was cool, like seeing Spider-Man, like talk about growing up and the kind of person Harry was like, it was really cool to hear some of that stuff. That's what kept me going, but you yeah. strip away all that. It really is just like a checklist of stuff to find and stuff to do. And it's, and that that's what got me through it, but I can see that's not working for everybody and I can respect that. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess I I don't really have much attachment to like I'm not a comic book guy, I'm not a Marvel guy, I'm not a Spider Man guy, so I I enjoy the story that's here, but um, the story's so good. Oh yeah, and the uh man, the 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 Batman combat is like it was getting a little on my nerves towards the end, but it was it was just enough that I didn't get super annoyed, uh, but. Yeah, that that's another complaint I had too. Um, I feel like it differentiates itself enough that it's like it's Batman combat with a Spider-Man twist. Yeah, and honestly, it makes more sense for Spider-Man because his spider sense Definitely. like lets him dodge all that shit. And he's just so, so much like, more acrobatic that it makes sense yeah. that he's flying all over the place, whereas Batman exactly. is like, you cannot move like that. But <laughs> exactly, and that, that's why like I liked it. I feel like it had enough of a twist. Neutralizes is completely different. It's not completely different, in my opinion. You still have uh, you still have your basic attacks. Uh, you have a dodge button. The dodge is telegraphed. You have a combo meter that builds up with finishers you can do when you build up high enough combo meter. It's very similar to that WB game style combat that you see in like Shadow of Mordor and uh, Batman and that fucking um, that Mad Max game they did. They all have a similar idea. But what I liked about Spider-Man is that, like we said, it makes more sense for his character. He has a spider sense, so it makes sense that a guy he can't see, he can still dodge out of the way when he goes to hit him. Uh, it makes sense he can jump around. It makes sense he has these finishers that involve him, like, webbing guys up or, like, throwing dudes into each other. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's completely different, but it does do, do, do enough, in my opinion, to differentiate itself. But the whole time you're playing it, it's still going to feel like if you played Batman, you have an idea of how the combat's going to work. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's that perch-to-perch kind of play as well. Yeah. There's a bit of gadgetry in there as well. Got some uh, old staples from Spider-Man's you know, history and then some newish ones. But uh, yeah, it's, 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 I, I don't know. I think for me, it's a, it doesn't rely on stealth, I think, is the big thing, which I guess is nice. Yeah, um, yeah. They let you do it. Couple, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's really one of the couple missions that use it anyway, and that's that's why I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, another cool thing. 
about the game is the story is phenomenal. Oh my god, I loved the story for the Spider Man. Yeah. Um, as a Spider Man, yeah, it's well well written. As a Spider Man fan, like it does justice to the character. The character, like I, I feel like this is the like truest Spider Man we've gotten in a game in a very long time. Like it nails not just the cool Spider Man stuff of him like saving the city. But also the fact that like you're balancing his day to day life too. Like I, I don't know how far have you gotten on Sabi? Have you beaten it yet? I finished it in two days. <laughs> okay, so one of my favorite things in the game is just this mission where like you get evicted from your apartment, <laughs> but you were out fighting crimes for the past like three days. So when you get back, your eviction is like a total surprise to you. And then you have to track down like a garbage truck and get your shit back because your landlord threw out all your shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And you're doing that, like, as Spider-Man. You're, like, swinging around. You're, like, calling different, like, dumps to try to find your shit. And I'm like, that's such a cool idea. Like, because the character of Spider-Man, his life, he can't keep his life in order. Like, he's always getting his Spider-Man shit mixed up with his day-to-day stuff. Yeah. And it, it was cool to actually play through something like that in a game. I really like that. Yeah. Again, plus, the, the ending fight was just... For me, it was emotional. Like I loved it. Oh yeah, I, I think, think it hit my, both notes. My um, my only issue with the story was that as a not Marvel guy, someone who doesn't follow <laughs> Spider Man a lot, it really expects you to know absolutely everything. Uh, like it just jumps right into it. Doesn't really explain who these people are or what's happening. And I know, I get it, it's Spider-Man. People know what Spider-Man is, generally. But, like, when you bring in Rhino, and you bring in the Shocker, and you bring in yeah. Mysterio, I'm like, I these are, like, bad guys that, if you don't follow Spider-Man, you've got no connection. Even um, uh, Kingpin, like, it starts with Kingpin and his stuff. And I'm like, I don't, like, I know the name Kingpin, but... I already knew it was Kingpin because he looks like Kingpin from the cartoons that I remember way back. But other than that, I have no idea what Kingpin's like deal is. So it kind of just jumps right into that and didn't explain anything. I was kind of lost with um. Yeah, with all the, that. there's a lot of it. Even if you're a Spider-Man fan, like they change the characters enough mm-hmm. that it's different. Like like uh, that biker dude. It took me a lot. Like as a Spider-Man fan. It took me an embarrassingly long amount of time to realize that's supposed to be Tombstone. And I was like, whoa, he's completely fucking different. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Um, like Tombstone. Yeah, when I was a kid, Tombstone was like a mafioso. Yeah, yeah. Which which makes sense. Like, that's when Spider-Man came out. Mafia crime was like the gang Mm -hmm. crime. It Mm -hmm. makes more sense now to make him a biker. But it took me forever. I'm like, who's this fucking ghoul-looking motherfucker in a <laughs> fucking bike suit? And I was like, oh, that's supposed to be Tombstone. Okay, I, I think it's cool now. <laughs> I, uh, I always but, remember Tombstone from the the animated series where he's yeah. like, he's like, he looks like he's made of ice, and he's yeah. just he talks in a very deep voice, and people just punch him. And he's just like, hey man, don't don't do that. I'm not hurt by it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, goddamn, bro. Like I like what they did with them, but but you're right. Like if you're not, even if you're a Spider-Man fan, there's still enough twist there. Yeah, they kind of make you do a double take. Uh, but the game really does expect you to know quite a bit about Spider-Man going in. Like if if you go in, like I want to see what the Spider-Man dude's all about. This is not a good first introduction. 
Yeah, it was just weird because I'm not sure what the canon is. Like I've seen those those Tobey Maguire movies, and I saw yeah. Yeah. the one the the first Amazing Spider-Man, but mm-hmm. like I'm not sure which one of those is like canon. Like I know Green Goblin <laughs> and like is in both of those movies, but I don't know if that happens in this game. Like I don't know where this game is getting the canon. Or if it's just uh, making the up game its own. is its own. Yeah, it has its own standalone canon. Yeah. Okay. Which is why I liked it. Um, in fact, all the character designs are almost completely original. Yeah. yeah. Like, like they do enough, like based on like the comics and the shows. Even Peter Parker in this game is based off of like all the different Peter Parker incarnations and in different movies and books and shows, and I really like that a lot. Um, but it's, it is its own standalone cans. You have to go in like knowing like all these different Spider-Man stories to get it, but it it does help to be familiar with the character and his, uh, his villains, which is why I liked it a lot. Cause I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. So seeing all this stuff, like the way it was portrayed in the game, it was really cool to me. Like I loved it. This is probably one of my favorite games now because of how good the story was. Yeah. Well, it's enough Spider-Man, I think. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a good game. If you haven't played it yet, go pick it up, man. It's it's yeah. a solid game. It's a very solid game. Um, I have been playing. I picked up Dragon Quest Eleven for my Switch. Ooh. Wow. And that is a lot more fun than I was expecting it to be, man. Like, it's an old, it's an old JRPG-ass JRPG. Like, this game. Yeah, I was, was going to say. Yeah, this game, if you want something that, like, completely changes, if you want something that completely changes, like, what JRPGs do and what they mean, this is not going to do it. Like, this game is set in stone on what it is, what it wants to be. But there's something charming about it, man. Like, I really like, like, what it does do, even though it's, like, a basic, I I want to say basic, that's kind of (laughs) mean. But even though it's, like, uh, it's a traditional Japanese role-playing game, it nails those like fundamentals so well yeah. that it's fun to play. You know what I mean? But you know what? It's I like, feel like there's not a lot of JRPG ass JRPGs coming out anymore. Yeah, you're right. And that, that's another reason why I like it so much. Cause so many games are like trying to like break JRPG conventions. You have like persona five, which is like, Oh, we're in modern times and we have a dating sim mechanic and Final fantasy doesn't even do turn-based stuff anymore. Um, and also it's like set in the future <laughs> um, <laughs> with like fucking guns and spaceships and shit. But Dragon Quest, it's it's so pure and what it's doing that, that I love it. I, I really like it. And it's really cool to see something like this. It's like it's like really good vanilla ice cream. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, as basic Mm, as vanilla ice cream is, when you get, like, really good, like, homemade vanilla bean. Yeah. Like, it's better than all the other stuff with the fluff on it. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it nails those fundamentals so well that it's it's a fun game to play. I got it, like, a week ago. And I think I've already dumped, like, 12 hours into it. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but I work fucking, like, 10-hour days. So, (laughs) that's a lot of time for me. Yeah. Like it's it's a lot of fun. It's a really fun game. Um, if you like Japanese role playing games, you will love Dragon Quest Eleven. Like that's my review. Go pick it up. Uh, the Switch version also has some enhanced uh, music. It uses an orchestral an orchestral soundtrack now, and it has some exclusive missions and items that weren't available on the launch game. So 
There's another reason to go pick it up. It's really good. I love it. Yeah, I've been having a lot of people recommend me the series recently, and because uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, JRPGs, uh, both from the modern side and both from the classic side. I guess if you would uh, separate them, but yeah, you, you really just can't beat a good old romp through like a medievalish setting where yeah. you know there's some sort of like an elemental base onto it on top of like here's a warrior class, here's a cleric, here's you know here's mages. Like there's there's something it's as you as you were explaining it's it's that simplicity that is really just it just gets you going you don't have to worry about some like emo uh, tomboy coming in being like Ugh, the dragonians are sending their airship in to kill us oh no we must get the future crystal stone and then they're shooting laser beams everywhere and you're just like yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly and that's what's so great about it like it's it's it nails those fundamentals so well that is it's still a fun romp even though it's fundamental like like i i've mentioned this before on the podcast like tropes exist for a reason like formulas oh, sure. exist for a reason because they work and this game like it nails it it nails it so well like it's a really good game especially again if you like jrpgs you will like dragon quest 11 I'm, it's, I'm it's definitely would give good. it a try for sure. Yep, I'd definitely be. I've it's been a while since I've invested in one, so I I think Persona Five was the last one, and that was uh like three years ago, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you play it on PC, I think Game Pass is gonna have the enhanced edition in December. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. so that's something Sweet. to look forward to. Yes, yeah, so that's something to look forward to. Um, if you have a Switch, obviously, honestly, like it feels like this game was meant for the Switch. Like it's so good. Um, I can pick, take it anywhere I want. And I can still grind if I get up and go somewhere. Like, it's really cool. But if you just want to play it, you don't want to drop, like, 60 bucks on it. Wait till December. It's going to be out on Game Pass. Ooh. Okay. Well, I'll keep, I'll keep my eye open for that. Yep. I'm, I'm definitely down for that. All right. Uh, Zero, what have you been playing? Uh, well, um, I'm a big single-player guy, so I've been taking this... Uh, this journey recently into like a bunch of like multiplayer games. So I've uh, I've played some like MOBAs in the past, but I've never really played like uh, shooters. So I've I've been trying to play more of like uh, Apex and uh, Valorant, actually. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, just giving them a shot. I'm terrible at all of them. Um, my teammates flame me all the time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's 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 fun. I it's something that I just didn't experience uh, throughout my gaming. Uh, encyclopedia or whatever it's uh i've always loved those single player games you know i love like beat-em-ups and i love um you know i love jrpgs i loved any just doing things by myself so i just never really did these big multiplayer things i played halo but uh not not like in a mouse and keyboard kind of setting so i've been trying that and it's going my self-esteem's never been lower (laughs) are you are you playing Uh, those on on console or pc uh, I'm running Apex on my PS4, and then I'm doing a Valorant on PC. Okay, I feel like the the attitude on console versus PC is like vastly different. Yeah, maybe not so much these days, but the, there's an expectation on PC that you're going to be using microphones. I feel like yeah. consoles not so much. At least in Apex, they they have their their pinging system is like really good. So mm-hmm. you don't always need a, a mic in those situations, but um, 
like Valorant, especially. Do I hate that game? By the way, <laughs> I'm gonna put that oh, out there. Right. Yeah, you've made that yeah. very clear. It's. I. I don't think it's a game to be liked. To be honest, I think it's like you. You enjoy it for a little bit, but you'll have a lot of hate. You know, mostly going through it. It's just a because it, it's like a team game, and you have to trust other people to also play the team with you. And if one person doesn't, you just you're just you're just not gonna have fun. Yeah. So, but I, I agree with you that there's a different culture on uh, both console and PC, and I think it's I think it's a better excuse to not have a mic on a console because usually it's like a oh I need my Sony brand uh, headset in order to talk, and that's like yeah. a, that doesn't come with the console. You know, it's an extra thing I have to get. So um, I think it's just I think just since it's been introduced, uh, you know, console multiplayer. I think people are just like more text based or just, you know, you just feel it out. You feel it out. If you don't yeah. like your teammate, you just you assassinate them and you're just like, but I also, I you. also ask that, um, do you, do you feel you're better versus like with a controller or a keyboard and mouse? Oh, controller, controller all the way. I mean, I, I've hardly really done keyboard and mouse for anything. I've always been a big console player. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, for me, it's it's night and day for sure. So that's why I'm like trying to challenge myself, get out of my comfort zone. I've uh, yeah, I've definitely my wrists feel just terrible because it's just like it's such a different movement. I feel a lot more comfortable yeah. with a controller, but with mouse and keyboard, I feel it feels weird. I keep hitting the escape key. I'm just yeah. I'm fumbling everywhere. It's great. Too many keys on a keyboard, man. The, the way God intended yeah. was to have a yeah. controller in your hand when playing exactly. video games. Exactly. Keyboards people are for people work. get upset. I, I feel the opposite, man. Like <laughs> I started, I started on console. Yeah. But when I built my PC, I, I again I challenged myself to play shooters with a mouse and keyboard, and I feel a lot more accurate and comfortable with a mouse and keyboard than I do on a controller. Yeah, uh, I think just in general, you have a lot more control. I, I think the if you're making that jump from console to PC, I think the learning curve is there. Yeah. But I think the result's going to be way better because, yeah, yeah, you're going to have like your precise movement's going to be on point. Yeah. It's going to laser people across the map just with ease. But with concerts, <laughs> like you got to got to train that motion a little bit more. Yeah, I hear you. And I've always been a kind of person who like I have a as Wasabi likes to quote, there's a tool for every job. Like when I play fight mm -hmm. games, I have a fight stick. When I play uh, console games, I have a controller I like to use. And when I play shooters, I use a mouse and keyboard. Like I don't just strictly sit with mouse and keyboard for everything. Like there's a there's a controller for every game I like to use. There's oh, a control sure. style for every game I like to play, and that's that's what I bounce with. But first person shooters, like 110, percent I'm going to use a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, I caught your stream last week. This is when I like first met you, and. Yeah. Uh, you were playing Super Mario 3D All Stars. Did you want to talk about that a little bit? Oh, oh yeah, I I definitely have a lot to say about it. Um, but oh, it, it's it. it's it's cool for like for me, I have all the originals uh, with me. Mm -hmm. So to compare it is 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 is, is uh, I guess tough. I guess it's tough because I know the originals so well and the way they feel and everything. Mm -hmm. so, to, so to play them on a different controller on a different console, it's it's you re you have to relearn especially for um like sunshine they've inverted the camera for no reason like it's it's normal now but originally it's inverted so when you get those muscle memories back into it you're just like what, like what? you're like what? yeah 
What I, I didn't know is that they don't even give you the option either. No, they don't. What really? Yeah, yeah. no, there's there's no and this this so for I think overall it's kind of it's kind of a lazy remaster. I think it's great if you don't have any of these games and you just want to replay them. But if you kind of already have them or just have any idea of how they control, you can't change any of the control settings. The weirdest thing, though, I will say, is that uh, on uh, um, Super Mario Sunshine, you can use a GameCube controller, but it doesn't have the push function for the GameCube. Because I don't know if you guys remember, when you're playing that game on the GameCube, you there's like two notches on your triggers where it's like you have like a half press and they have a full press and they do different things in the game. Of really? like you can move and spray, and then if you hold it all the way down, you stop and you spray and you angle it. But that just doesn't exist, even though you can use a GameCube controller. I don't remember that, but I do yeah. remember the the triggers had like a half press and a full press. I just didn't know, like I couldn't remember if Sunshine implemented it or not. God, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's again, it's it's a bunch of these little <laughs> things that I don't think a lot of people will put a lot of thought into, but. Um, it just kind of, it, it definitely irked me a little bit. And, uh, I, th I think if I were to rank all of them, I think the galaxy one is the best port. They made the motion control nice and easy. Um, sunshine, that only, honestly, the only issue I had with sunshine, it looks amazing, but the controller thing, I was like, it's kind of annoying, but it's, you know, it is what it is. And then yeah. I I've never been good with 64. I, uh, I had an N64 growing up, but I just, I was never good at that game. It just makes me upset. I just, I keep dying. <laughs> I just keep I dying that. and then like I throw the penguin off the cliff to feel better and I never do. It's just, it's just sad. Yeah. It's sad, like, but... Yeah. Like it's such a bummer because like I was so excited when it got announced, but when I mm. saw like what they did with it, I was like I was really upset because I'm like, this is kind of compared to the other like remasters we've had, you know, with yeah. Crash Bandicoot and uh and Spyro mm -hmm. and even Mafia, like the first Mafia game just got a remaster too. Like there's yeah. so much work that was put into those. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. why can't I'm just jealous that Nintendo doesn't <laughs> feel the need to put in that effort. They're just like, nah, we nailed it the first try. <laughs> and I was saying before, like the work has already been done for them by the fans. Mm -hmm. Like if they wanted yeah. to, they could just go on GitHub and download whatever fan-made fixes like there's a fan-made widescreen uh xbox 360 controller fully upgraded uh version of mario 64 they could just take that and just port it to the switch if they wanted to um you know there's a bunch of fan-made fixes for for galaxy like even the um even the fire in 64 there's a fire texture that was wrong and no one ever knew about it until like a couple months ago, someone was like, hey, did you guys know that this uh, texture is wrong? And then someone fixed it. Like, you know, when you get burnt and his butt is like black and yeah. it's like black specks, that's that's not supposed to look like that. Um, oh, okay. Someone fixed it, but <laughs> they didn't even bother to take that fix and, and put it in this game. So. Yeah, uh, and I, it, it's, it's, I think there's a lot of easy fixes. And I think now Nintendo has made the leap into like DLC life. Uh, they've kind of come full circle with it. And they're like, oh, like we can actually add updates to stuff. So I think a lot of these problems that I personally had could be fixed with an update. And, yeah. you know, importing a controller setting or like, yeah, as you said, like even making like a widescreen setting for it. I think these are easy things to implement. So if they want to do it, they definitely can. It's there. But 
if they will they do, do it. Uh, yeah. I yeah. don't think they ever fixed um Zelda um the Zelda game they ported the uh damn which one oh, which one was that? Are you talking about Wind Waker or Twilight Princess? No, the uh the Game Boy one they ported uh <laughs> Oh, uh, uh Link's Awakening. Yeah, Link's Awakening. Yeah, that yeah, had yeah. performance issues and I don't think they ever patched that. No, no, I think they they kept it as the original as, and I I think that's something to note as well is that Nintendo's pretty good at like keeping things as they were, just to be like, hey, this is gonna be the game you kind of remember. There might be some small tweaks. Uh, I think like the Wind Waker HD remake, they had some small tweaks and basically better life changes of uh, yeah yeah of just yeah. plastic sailing and like less collectible shenanigans. Um, yeah, so it's like, but for the most part, it's like you could do similar things in both games like glitching and weirdness wise like you can do basically both in both and and that that's another thing that frustrates me because like they have the capacity to do that like wind mm-hmm. waker was a huge overhaul from the original game like they tweaked the, they updated the graphics to run on the wii u yeah uh to mostly wii u standards they added a uh, touchscreen support for the wii u tablet to control your inventory and it's like why couldn't you do that for these Mario games or something similar? Like, yeah, it just it feels weird. It feels weird that they just and and the time that it came out was also kind of strange, and it was very quick turnaround of it being announced to it coming out, and the weirdness that I'm still really intrigued. It's like it's like a murder mystery show. I'm super intrigued how to see how this ends because it's only available until March that you can get this collection, both yeah. physical and online. So I'm curious what like what the secret twist is going to be like are they going to come out with them all separately or are they going to come out with like for whatever reason a second bundle of 3d like it's just i don't know i want to see where this wild train goes <laughs> yeah well yeah. only time will tell with this yeah yeah i'll have to see where it goes um uh, just just a bummer because i look at what their competition's done and i'm like come on nintendo <laughs> yeah. um in other news, though, there's something I wanted to talk about when I heard of it. Uh, Microsoft bought Zenimax and Bethesda for seven and a half billion dollars. Crazy, which man! Is crazy, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but, but as Wasabi said in the uh, Discord when this happened, it would be pretty dope to see it like help out three four three with Halo. <laughs> yeah, I would I love think to see that, what that looks like. <laughs> there's parts of this that people aren't aren't thinking about. They're not taking into consideration that all of these studios are going to be all under the same wing. So, mm-hmm. like, they've got uh, the they've got the coalition making gears. What if like Machine Games, who makes uh, the Wolfenstein games, what if they help them out with gears a little bit and just made that extremely badass and over the top? Yeah, or um, you know, now that Obsidian, you know, is under the Microsoft banner too, we could probably, and Bethesda is under it, we can probably get, you know, Fallout New Vegas too. You know, something yeah. Bethesda fans have been bitching about for the past like six years. It's finally <laughs> possible now. All everyone can think is, I want to buy an Xbox to play the new Fallout. Like, you don't have to. <laughs> That's not what they're doing. No, no. Yeah. And even then, you should be playing on PC because Game Pass is a thing. <laughs> but. Joking aside, like there's a lot of cool possibilities here that people aren't thinking about. Everyone's just yeah. mad. From what I've seen, everyone's just mad that like 
Microsoft has all these all these exclusives. But and they they shouldn't be mad if you know. Yeah, they shouldn't be mad. Microsoft's built up so much goodwill and positivity for their their pro consumer practices. I don't. I highly doubt that they will just have an instant heel turn and go. Nope, everything is Bethesda completely exclusive from here on out. So fuck our, fuck all you Nintendo and Sony. You're not getting Bethesda games anymore. Like they're not. They're not going to do that. They would never do that. Yeah. Um, and not just I mean, that, but like, I think Microsoft. If if Bethesda, you know, releases their games multi platform. And for every sale of like, you know, Elder Scrolls Six that sells on PS4, Microsoft is still going to get a cut of that. They wouldn't just throw away that money. Exactly. Yeah, so well, it's it's yeah. good for business across the board. Like you, yeah. I mean, there, definitely there's two camps of thought of like those people who say that anything should be available on any console or whatever or PC. Like, and then you have the people who are well, if you buy an Xbox, you want to have the ability to pay. Uh, play like xbox exclusive stuff but then also have the enjoyability to also you know go play like the new tomb raider or go play out like this these new games from uh, other developers without having to be like locked into one thing mm-hmm. yeah um, so I, I yeah and i i agree it's um i don't i don't think they're gonna go full hard and be like well if you want to play the new skyrim i hear it's pretty great you just <laughs> listen you gotta put on the xbox you know i gotta play xbox man just saying yeah, I mean, look, we and, all have like seven copies of Skyrim already, anyway. So, <laughs> what's another one? Right, exactly. Well, exactly. And, and and here's here's the cool thing too is like, as someone who has like Game Pass on PC, I'm like excited because I know when the new Fallout comes out or the new Elder Scrolls comes out, I'm not paying sixty bucks to play it. <laughs> I just yeah. download it with Game Pass. Yeah. So well, you know, like that's seventy that's bucks. Cool. Like. Oh, oh seven, well, yeah. There's there's oh, a lot yeah. of there's a lot of stuff that's happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like we keep like <laughs> jumping the PS5 games gonna be seventy bucks, or yeah. they're 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 trying to do that. But let's let's get into actually what happened here. So Microsoft, yeah, they bought Zenimax Media for seven point five billion. Um, yeah. To put that in perspective, lot, yeah, that's a lot more than I think when they bought Minecraft. It was yeah, like they, what like. Like one billion, something like that. Something yeah, stupid. I think Minecraft was one billion. When Disney bought Star Wars, that was I think four billion. Oh. So, just like Star Wars, this yep, four is billion double that. So, this is I think the single most, the single biggest purchase ever in video games history. So yeah, crazy, crazy. Which. It's still cool, man. Like I'm excited <laughs> to see. I'm just thinking of all these possibilities, dude. Again, like, you know, we can probably see like New Vegas 2 and all these games are coming to Game Pass now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and in reality, awesome. you know, we're we're dreaming about this stuff, but in reality, yeah. none of this is gonna happen for like another like four or five yeah. years. Like we're yeah. not gonna see the fruits of this labor for a while. So yeah. Um, but now it's it's more of a possibility than it was before this got announced, before this happened. Exactly. Like like everyone went from we're never gonna see like New Vegas two to oh there's a chance now. <laughs> we don't even people think they want New Vegas two. That's not what they want. Okay, they want <laughs> they just they want Obsidian to make a new. They just want Obsidian to make another Fallout game. 
<laughs> That's yeah, and the outer worlds, the outer worlds was like close, but not like it didn't have that <laughs> scope of a Fallout. You yeah, know? it didn't have the scope of a Bethesda game. So yes. if they can have another swing at that with Bethesda by their side, I think. I mean, they're already working on their next game is um, Agony Av- Avowed. Um, yeah. that's your next game they already showed that and that looks like an Elder Scrolls style game yeah but, um, so we already know like they're doing it but now Bethesda's there maybe they can help out with that a little bit and kind of give us what we want yeah Nujiraya says KOTOR that's EA Nujiraya that's not <laughs> that has nothing to do with this alright um, Obsidian like did make Obsidian did make KOTOR 2 but oh. that's as far as that connection goes oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's as far as that connection goes. But, um, and another th- another thing we wanted I want to add too is that it doesn't fuck with like all the deals that are already like in in his, uh, set up. Like yeah. Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo are still going to be PlayStation exclusive. So all of you who like want who went and bought a PS5 for those games, it's still coming to that system exclusively. I don't know who bought a PS5. There are people extremely <laughs> excited for Deathloop. And not that it looks bad, but you know, we'll, we'll, let's get into it. PS5, they showed they had their showcase last week as well. Yeah. Um, there we go. But man, they uh, anyone get their pre order in for PS5? <laughs> that you one, know. if you wanted one, did you get it? First, did you want one? And second, did you get it? Um, I did not want one. But my brother actually um, got his uh, email that he can pre-order, but he didn't do it because, I mean, there's really nothing. There's nothing there that makes you want to buy a PS5. <laughs> yeah. Fucked up as it is to admit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's fair to say. And uh, yeah. I, for me, I, I wanted the PS5. I will eventually get it. But I always have like a rule when new consoles come out is that I usually wait. Like, I, I usually wait like a good... Uh, chunk of period of time because i just uh, for me it's like a lot of things kind of come dead on arrival of Mm -hmm. uh just like problems with consoles or like things are dead because they're pushing out i mean when you think about it they're pushing out you know millions of these consoles across the world and they there's going to be a lot of duds when they're doing this rush but then when they do the next shipment of all these consoles it's gonna be a lot better so i usually just wait and just see how it is and see how people are liking it and uh yeah, I think uh, as as you're saying, Rick, it was um, there's there's not really anything that's pulling me towards like I need that day one. Yeah, there's not there's things I would want to play, but it's like I don't it doesn't warrant it. It's not one to one. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh God, we weird comparison, but when the Switch got announced, like their lineup was like, oh, we're gonna have Breath of the Wild day one. Like that was a big pull. A lot of people bought a Switch yeah. day one for Breath of the Wild. Yep. Um, he raises I wanted to buy yeah. <laughs> I wanted to buy a switch for um for uh Shin Megami Tensai 5, but that wasn't gonna be mm-hmm. a day one release, so I didn't do it. Yeah. But PlayStation, it's like they got some good games, don't get me wrong. Like the Miles Morales expansion looks really cool. Mm-hmm. But Spider-Man's been out for two years already, and I don't want to drop $70 to get a game I already played through and the expansion. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. It's it's. Yeah. I think you need that variety, and I think what they've sh- they've shown a lot of games that are coming, yeah. and a lot of like things getting you know much like the Miles Morales stuff, and uh, I think they were doing like a Devil May Cry stuff as well, like a new yeah. addition to it. So I think uh, 
there's a lot coming towards it but i think right off the bat it's like uh like do i need to like a lot of my ps4 stuff will work on it but if if that's the case i already have a ps4 in that sense so it's like i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah so i mean we'll wait and see i don't want to and this goes i don't want people to listen to me and think i hate sony like i have a (laughs) ps4 i own a ps4 i don't own an xbox one if that that tells you my opinion and uh but i feel the same way with the xbox the new xbox too for sure Uh, there's really there's nothing day one that's going to make me go out and buy it day one uh i'm probably going to wait i'll probably get it like six months after it comes out to like a year depending on what releases what the uh what the reviews pull in with it we'll have to wait and see um since we're kind of doing this out of order from the uh from the show uh there were there were some good games announced like uh resident evil village got a new trailer that looked really good um like you said double may cry 5 is getting a special edition for the ps5 with a new expansion to play as virgil which is something people have been begging to come into that game since it released (laughs) um everyone who listens to the podcast knows i'm a huge dmc fan so to hear that coming out i'm like well i guess i'm buying that game again but they announced (laughs) it's coming for ps4 but they announced it's coming for PS4, so I'm like, oh, I just oh, got to buy really? the expansion. Yeah, yeah the expansion is coming out on PS4, so cool. Instead of paying like $70 to play Devil May Cry 5 again, I can just buy the uh, expansion for like... I know they said it's not coming to PC after the fact, and yeah. that's when I tuned out. <laughs> um, but Which they uh, they started the whole thing with... They started off with a banger, though. They started off with Final Fantasy 16. Hell yeah. Which looks great um it looks like the kind of final fantasies that i like the most which is they're the ones that are not these like lovey-dovey like the protagonist is like a dream boat and it's like a love story wrapped in like oh you're our only hope and like the whole world is in danger and stuff like that like my favorite final fantasy is probably final fantasy 12 is that the one with uh vaughn and the um, oh yeah that one's good um, I like that one the most because it was all like it wasn't like the world is in danger and you're our only hope. It was hey, there's like a political struggle going on. There's these warring factions and mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was a more down to earth story that you can just you can relate to because like it wasn't this whole world's in danger thing. That's kind of what this looks like. Thing. Yeah, that's kind of what this looks like. It, it looks like a more down to earth like. No, we're like we're we're humans here. We're people, and there's people. Yeah. There's other people trying to do us wrong, and we're gonna stop yeah. them. Type stuff. It just it's a story that makes more sense. And what I like about it too is it's going back to the drawing board in the sense of it's not this like high sci-fi fantasy game like Fifteen was, mm-hmm. or like what Seven is. It, it looks like it's going back to that sword and sorcery thing that Final Fantasy was po- popular for. Yeah, and it's it's really cool to see that too with this action system. Uh, I go back and forth. I, I I I change depending on what day of the week you ask me. I'm like, oh, I like turn based Final Fantasy. Oh, I like this more action heavy Final Fantasy. But this one looks like it's leaning more on the action side of it. Because 15, I don't know if you guys play 15, but it's kind of a middle ground for an action Final Fantasy game. Uh, the combos yeah. are really simple. Yeah. They had a dodge button that you didn't have to like perfect dodge with. You just held it. You dodge. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, yeah. It's and this looks 15. like it's yeah. Fifteen. I have. 
That's a whole other fucking video. <laughs> that game is bad. That game is the easiest JRPG I've ever played in my life. Never got yeah. a game over. Never died once. Yeah, um, you really had to try. You really yeah. had. Um, but this looks like it's it's got some balls to it, man. Like, yeah. it looks like it's got the the combat I want to see. Uh, the game looks a lot darker than other Final Fantasy games. It looks like it might be it might be M rated. You know, the only M rated Final Ooh. Fantasy game ever was Type uh, Zero. Type Zero. And that one was yeah. great. No one played it. Really? Yeah. 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 I would have thought, thought more would have been a little more M rated. I feel like that would have been more of a more of a trend. Yeah. Damn. So we'll have to wait and see, man. But I'm I'm sold on sixteen. Uh, but I was sold on fifteen when I saw the trailer too. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, it was the car. You can admit it. It was the sweet car. You're like, damn, I want to drive that car. The car was great. That was actually the only time I died in that game was when I crashed. (laughs) I crashed and blew up and I saw a game over and I was like, oh, that's what a game over looks like. One thing I fucking hate about the game is it opens up and the game wants you to like explore. You know, the game encourages you. Like, hey, you got a car. You can drive now. Let's go explore. But you need to wait till later in the story to drive at night. Like the game doesn't let you drive at night from the beginning. Yeah. But it yeah. gives you the option to drive off road whenever you want, like from the from the beginning of the game. So I had this moment where I was driving the car and I was driving off road, and it day turned to night, and the game was like, "Oh, you can't drive around at night; it's too dangerous." And so it didn't let me drive the fucking car. <laughs> and I was like, "So what do I do? I gotta walk to a fucking hotel now?" Yeah. Yeah, just like because, real life, you know? Because here's what happened. Like, so I, I noticed it was like a, a logic glitch in the game, dude. Like, because the game's at the point where, like, I can't drive at night, where uh, Ignis has to drive. Mm-hmm. Whenever it's nighttime, Ignis drives, and he drives, like, right to a hotel if yeah. you're that early on in the game. But because I drove the, the car off-road, Ignis couldn't drive it. <laughs> <laughs> he could only follow the road. He's only programmed to follow the road. So I was in this weird logic loop where, where he would tell me, like, oh, it's too dark to drive. Let me drive. And he doesn't do anything. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, I got to fucking – I ended up having to physically walk to the closest hotel. I was pissed. I couldn't fucking believe this game just happened. But that's how, that's how I played the game anyway. Like, I just ran everywhere because yeah. you couldn't – you could drive, but you couldn't – they didn't let you go off-road, right? And – not early on. I played the game like a year after it came out when yeah, they yeah. added like this off-road like mod to your car. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I played that. I played that, that launch yeah. version and yeah, I played it before they fixed the game. So, but yeah, yeah. No, like, I ran very different. It's fucking it's a band-aid, dude. Like it's um, oh god damn it. I'm mad. I, I ran mad. everywhere in that game because there were like items on the ground that you could only pick up if you were running. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And if you drove, like, you didn't get in any combat. You didn't really, like, you couldn't develop your character if you just drove everywhere. So, plus it was just boring driving everywhere. So, like, <coughs> after running that entire game and just picking everything up and fighting everything, like, I had 99 of every item. I had, like, yep. I maxed out every <laughs> single one of my characters. Um, like, that was part of the reason why I never died, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah, dude, the level economy in that game is fucking broken. Like, it's so uh, easy yeah. to over-level yourself. By sleeping in hotels that like double your XP, it's uh like there's so much of that game that wasn't thought out. Like there are parts that were cool that I loved about the game. I loved hearing the guys talk to each other. Uh, even like the uh, the the unscripted dialogue where they just talk while you're fighting is fucking cool. 
but like everything else, dude, like it falls apart. Like all the NPCs who aren't a main character look like shit. Uh, the game's super linear, even though it tries to be open, it's still very linear because there's a bunch, there's a bunch of emptiness, nothing to do between those missions. So there's not, nothing to explore. Yeah. Like, God damn it. I'm so frustrated with that game. I'm getting mad talking about it. <laughs> Let's change well. subject. Uh, hopefully 16, yeah. yeah, hopefully 16 doesn't do that. Um, we also got a new Five Nights at Freddy's game announced if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, but the big thing I want to talk about is the PlayStation Plus collection. Yeah. Which is included if you have PlayStation Plus. And if you get a PS5, it comes with 18 fucking games. Oof. You are getting... I'm going to fucking just be like, list through them here. You're getting Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, fuck that game, God of War, <laughs> Infamous Second Son, The Last Guardian, Last of Us Remastered, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat X, Persona 5, Ratchet and Clank, Resident Evil 7, Uncharted 4, and Until Dawn. Crazy. So here's the problem with this. Not a problem, it's just. These games are old, man. These games are old. They're PS4 games that you're playing on Mm -hmm. your PS5. If you're buying a PS5 to play PS4 games on day one, something's wrong. Like, do Mm -hmm. not, do not buy a PS5 just for this. Yeah, Uh, like it's It's a great deal. Yeah, it's a nice bonus if you've never played these games. Like, if you didn't have a PS4 and you're just coming into PlayStation Fresh, great deal. Great. But um, yeah, it's just. You know, you can get an Xbox and not only play Xbox One games, but also Xbox Series S slash X games on day one. Uh, New Jersey says, why buy Xbox? I'm, I've just said, why buy Xbox? Because <laughs> <laughs> when you buy an Xbox Series X, you can get Game Pass and you can play Series X games on day one with that. Yep. Whereas this thing on PS5, you there no there are no PS5 games in there, they're yeah. all PS4 games and yeah. they're old. Like I mean, they're good games, gra- but yeah, they're good games. And granted, they're gonna be they're gonna have a bump to performance. I mean, the solid the SSD drive alone is gonna cut down on load time for all of these oh, yeah. games. Yeah, but again, if you don't buy a PS5 just for this, don't don't hear this collection and be like, oh, there's my reason to buy a PS5. No, just. And let's be honest, most of these games, like if you've had a PS4, you've probably already played. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I and I like, think that's I, the thing. It's it's yeah. I really see this as someone trying to pull in someone into the Sony verse. Yeah. It's really just for people who didn't hop on the PS4 train. They're kind of, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're Xbox people and they're just like, oh man, like it'd be fun to try all these exclusives. And I think that's it's that is its purpose. Cause you know, if you're if you're a PS4 player, you've you've definitely played most if not all these games because mm-hmm. yeah. they're they're all wonderful wonderful games and but they're also old but if you never played them i think this is the good chance to be like hey like you know we don't have a lot coming out of ps5 right away but like hey you could play you know boost and performance ps4 games and they're all still great games but mm-hmm. you know it, it adds value to a new consumer rather than an old consumer right exactly exactly which is it, and... it, it, it's nice but it's also kind of like i wish you know just a little just give us a little crumb, just a little crumb. Yeah. Just throw it our way. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I think, in my opinion, yeah, Miles Morales probably should have been included in that collection. If I'm being honest, it's... like, don't, don't give me the whole Spider-Man PS4 just that Miles Morales expansion. I'll be happy. Yeah, you know, yeah. 
Yeah, I know I they mean, never do that. I know they never do that. No, but... it, it makes too much money. Like the yeah. first Spider-Man game, smash records. So it'd be exactly. insane if they did yeah. that. And that's the difference like, between what PlayStation is doing, what Xbox is doing, because Xbox yeah. is like, yeah, no, you just want Halo Day One. Yeah, it's on there. Yeah, <laughs> it's on Game Pass. Just go pay five bucks a yeah. month, and you got the entire Master Chief Collection. <laughs> um, I'll say the deal breaker for this for me for this PlayStation Plus thing is uh, there's no knack. Where's knack? Oh, or knack? Where is knack? <laughs> Where's knack? Knack one, knack two. Knack one, knack staple two. Staple games of PlayStation. I think exactly. it's honestly the pillars. I would, I will dare to say it. The pillars of PlayStation. <laughs> like that should be the outrage. I give me some Parappa the Rapper. If they made a new Parappa the Rapper game and they were you like PS Five, I was like day one. I want to rap. They made a new one on PS Four, didn't they? I got a remaster. Well, yeah, I got a remaster of the first two games. Oh, I want to. Oh, but you want one. a whole new one? Yeah, a whole new one. That. One that doesn't yeah. have lag and input delays. And... <laughs> I did a whole. I did a whole opening to the podcast just solely on Parappa. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's it's pretty good. funny. <laughs> um, you you have no idea how many people don't know what all Parappa the time, is. dude. Uh, it's <laughs> all I, the time, dude. You told me you made that Parappa <laughs> video, fucking like what six years ago, yeah. and you're still getting like you. They're getting comments like, "Oh, how are you so bad at this game, dude? This guy sucks." And I'm like, "You have you're eight years old, man. You have no idea what this game is. It's terrible." <laughs> Anyway, now I'm getting riled up again. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a price too. Uh, so PS4 is dropping $499 with the disc model, $399 with the uh, discless. Uh, it's coming out November 12th, USA and Japan, and November 19th, the rest of the world. Uh, so there you go, man. Start saving now. You know, tax season's right around the corner. So yeah, it's cool because, um, you know, everyone thought that discless version would be like a $50 at the most uh, yeah. price reduction. But no, they, they took it down on 100 bucks. And I think why they did that is because they know that they're going to make their money back on those PlayStation Store. The only way you can buy games is through that PlayStation Store with this. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, they know, guaranteed, they're getting all of that money. Instead of like, you know, you can't buy secondhand games or used games like you could with a, with a disc. So... Exactly. It's a smart move there. Yeah, it's a, I think it's so a too. extremely, extremely smart move. I mean, even if their release was a fucking mess, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So, oh god, do you want to go over the clusterfuck that was like their showcase with their pre-orders, man? Yeah. So I was following <laughs> this a while because um, not I wasn't interested in buying a PS5, right? But like they put the mm-hmm. stuff out, I'm like, you know, I'll throw my hat in the ring. Because uh, they put up the, uh, oh, I didn't put a link here, but remember they put out the link that was like, hey, get your, sign up here to get be the first in line for a PS5 pre-order. Mm-hmm. And, okay. um, you know, I signed up for that, like the second it went up. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> certain that I was one of the first. Because, <laughs> like, I shared that link with people, but not before I fucking signed up. Uh, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, so they put that link out to like guarantee like be the first to pre-order and um never got an email for that. I know some people said they got emails for that. I did not. Yeah, my brother but, got um, one. Lucky, lucky dude. So back in July, um Jeff Keeley had an interview with Eric Lampel. He's the 
uh, lead marketing head for, for PlayStation. Um, and like he, he asked him, he was like, Hey man, people are like lining up in front of GameStop thinking that this thing is going to like launch right now. Like, what are you, what are you, what are you, what's happening? And Eric Lampel was like, no, 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 no. You don't, nothing's happening. We haven't announced anything yet. When we, when, when pre-orders go live, we will give you a a way advanced notice. We we will let you know. Um, (laughs) like he said this, uh, Oh, I'm laughing right now because I know how the story ends. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you're one of the first to actually touch the dual set. Yeah, I was gonna put the video, but I don't know exactly where he says it, but it's in that, it's in that, it's in this, it's in this video here. I'll, I'll link that in the chat. But yeah, he was like, "We'll give you plenty, of, plenty of notice. Don't worry about it." And then, so right, right after the Sony conference, um, mm-hmm. right after that showcase, PlayStation tweeted. Um, this is what they tweeted. They tweeted, PS5 pre-orders will be available starting as early as tomorrow at select mm-hmm. retailers. And it was like, whoa, 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 man. Tomorrow, you said, like, we're going to get advance notice. Where's my email? Like, I'm supposed to be the first. I was the first Jeez. person on that email, dude. I put my name in there. You didn't tell me this. <laughs> um, So, like, they were like, tomorrow? That's pretty soon. And then... You know, people were like, "Okay, tomorrow, fine. Like, I can deal with tomorrow. That's that's no big deal. I'll, I'll go, I'll go to sleep, wake up first thing tomorrow morning, and I'll get my pre-order in." Nah, son. Walmart came out and was like, "Fuck that. You want your PS5? Get it right now in Walmart." <laughs> and uh... <laughs> I love it. Oh God. Walmart's going for the jugular. Jeez. Yeah. Nightmare, man. Fucking nightmare. So, yeah, Walmart just was like, they just yeeted and was like, no, get it right now, walmart.com. And they broke the internet, man, because after Walmart did it, Target did it, Best Buy did it. Um, I think GameStop might have done it like a little later. And then Amazon Amazon held off. I'll give Amazon credit. They waited until the next day. But even then, it was too late. Too late. Some shit sold out, broke the internet. No one... Even if you had it in your cart, it was like, it was like someone snatched it out your cart and took it. <laughs> like it was just all hell broke loose, man. Um, Ain't that a bitch? Oh man. Yeah. That is hilarious. So, that is hilarious. Um, that's what happened. And then PlayStation came out and they were like, "Hey, we're sorry for what happened. We're gonna get more stuff out there soon." And that's kind of just how it happened. And uh, look, pre-order stuff is always a mess. But they could have at least, I don't know why you told people, first of all, I don't know why you had these email thing, like these signups when you weren't going to adhere to that in the first place. I don't know why you told people, hey, it's not going to be, you know, we're going to give you advance notice, so don't worry about it. Like, I don't know why you told people that. And none of it was true because uh, it was a clusterfuck either way. Yeah, dude. It was a fucking nightmare. Jesus. Um, but then, pre-order stuff aside, after that conference, um, Jeff Keeley hit Twitter and was like, "Hey, here's what's happening. Here's what's happening." Um, like Jeff Keeley announced a bunch of Sony news that wasn't in the conference itself. So, uh, no, what really? Yeah, that. you didn't know about this. As soon as the, no, as soon as the conference ended, that. as soon as the conference ended, uh, Jeff Keeley came out on Twitter and was like. Um, 
Yeah, hey, this game, uh, Demon Souls is actually a launch game. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, oh, that's actually, that's like, amazing. Jeff Keighley was like, Jeff Keighley was announcing stuff that wasn't in the, in the conference that, you know, would be nice to know. Um, so oh, what, what, all, what all did he say? He said, I think he said, um, uh, Demon's, uh, yeah, according to your notes, Demon Souls is going to be releasing and Destruction yeah. All-Stars. I don't even know what that is. What the fuck is Destruction All-Stars? Destruction All-Stars is that game they showed that looks like um, it was like Rocket League where you can get out the car and shoot things. It's like It's like demo Fortnite. If you had like yeah. a burnout mixed in with like death battle super trucks and you're in this, yeah, Rocket yeah. League type arena. But you look like a Fortnite character with like yeah. weird smiley mask. And is this is this game seventy dollars? Uh, seventy dollars. We don't think about uh, it. We don't. Really <laughs> we, okay, we, that we should wait. have been free with that fucking PlayStation Plus collection. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, especially like compared to compared to Rocket League, Fantasy, which yeah. is free. Yeah. No, 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 listen, listen. It's gonna have an amazing story mode. You're gonna you're gonna be this <laughs> you know rags to riches kind of story. You're gonna be coming into the demolition with your crappy little you know little tow truck, and you'll be like, I'm gonna win it all for my family, finally. And then and it's uh, it's listen, you're gonna cry. I'm just gonna <laughs> say you're gonna cry. <laughs> the top comment in this, I don't know if this is sarcastic or not, but it has like one thousand like likes. The fact you're able to run around makes this a game changer. <laughs> and I can't tell if that's sarcastic or not. Wait, and what? <laughs> For Destruction All-Stars. Oh. It's on the, the, the official like trailer. The top comment is the fact you're able to run around makes this a game changer. <laughs> oh, I hope I hope one of the replies is just it just says revolutionary. Like that's all it says. <laughs> the, the top the, the top reply is fact. Damn. <laughs> and this other guy's like the wall runs cool too this Oof. other guy's like yeah for real that's gonna be dope like i can't tell if this is like a joke and everyone's <laughs> like in on it or if everyone's legit excited you can get out of the car <laughs> but wait can you pause the game too because that would be crazy like that's that's some next oh, level. jesus well i think sony learned a lesson yeah i don't know what that lesson is but i hope they learned it <laughs> yeah um, so the the list of launch games is Astro's Playroom, which again none of this was in the actual conference. They didn't tell you what's going to be on the thing when it comes out. What so the fuck, man? <laughs> Astro's Playroom, which is pre-installed on PS5. Demon Souls is a launch game, seventy dollars. Yeah. Destruction All Stars is a launch game, seventy dollars. Spider Man Miles Morales is fifty dollars, but the Ultimate Edition is seventy dollars, and that comes with the remaster of the original game, which is the only way you can get the remaster of the original game is by buying Miles Morales Ultimate Edition. That pisses me off. Yeah. And Sackboy <laughs> a Big Adventure. Sackboy's Big oh, Adventure. Yeah. I feel like the name changed on this. Um, <laughs> it might have. I mean, it would have been easier to just call it like New Little Big Planet or Big Little Planet. I don't know. Just something. <laughs> or Big Sackboy. Yeah, Sackboy. It's oh, I'm excited, um, you know. Yeah, and that's uh, sixty. So I don't know. Yeah, like the prices are weird because they're trying to do the seventy hour thing, but they're also like, well, no, this one's fifty, this one's sixty. Um, 
I I hope it don't I hope it doesn't fly because uh you know I I'm I live up in Canada and I've been playing paying already seventy bucks plus Oof. tax and everything. Oh, I was gonna oh, say yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Okay, so for you, <laughs> it's for it's, you it's ninety Canadian bucks. 90, ninety bucks yeah. for a game. It's ninety bucks for any game, and uh, just as it is now. So it's crazy to think about. We have these like five hundred dollar consoles, and I'd be like. Yeah, I bought like four games and I basically could have just bought another PlayStation. It's just for me that's it's crazy, crazy to think about. And I I, I hope it doesn't it, stick. Or they do this thing where I would be okay if they did the really, really big games being full price and then kind of like what they did for like the crash uh remasterings where they were like 10, 20 bucks less. Like I'd here's be my problem. That. Here's my problem. You know? All right. If yeah. we're gonna if we're gonna talk about the price of video games, then yeah. Let's talk about this, man, because they're increasing the price of video games. But what am I getting in return for like, are you going to remove all this predatory bullshit that's in my games now? Am I like, are we going to have this? uh, Am I going to have to pay for like the 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 DLC that you're going to release like two months down the road? Or am I have to pay for like loot yeah. boxes or is it going to have in-game currency that I can buy or like all this other garbage that like the $60 games have already. If you're going to charge me another 10 bucks, I don't want to play Marvel's Avengers and have to buy skins and yeah. uh, currencies and all this shit. Like if you're going to try, I'll, I'll pay 10 bucks extra. If you just give me a video game and nothing more, like Not just that's that, all I want. But like, what I think they should do is they're going to charge $70 for these games. They should at least make the digital version like 60 bucks. Like give me the incentive. Yeah. Cause you know, spoiler alert, these companies <laughs> make a lot more money if you buy digital, like a lot more money. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. no cost. They don't know. They don't yeah. have to produce anything. You know? Exactly. So the fact that a digital game doesn't cost less to make up for it kind of pisses me off. Yeah, like, and I think they, they really want this this discless model to take off, and still like quell the people's anger about the 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 price hike. Make the digital version like last gen prices, and I think that would kind of balance things out. But they're never going to do that because they like money. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, again, even with the the surprise of the discless PS5 being cheaper by hundred bucks, yeah. that's that was crazy, but. I think in general the the whole industry as a whole, if we were to say that uh, less like microtransactions are great, uh, DLCs not coming out like a week or two later, being like, oh, here's a whole bunch of extra stuff. You're like, but why isn't this in like? I just bought this game. Why are you giving me? Why why are you already giving me extra content when I don't even have the original content? I think yeah. that's an issue that needs to change, and I'm okay with paying a little bit more if that just means. Like just even waiting a bit, you know, like, you know, if you pause it on like a month or two, it's like, that's fine. Yeah. I would, I'll pay for it like, if you add more. Even game, like, you know? even how games are just like broken AF, man. Yeah. And they just come out and you're like, dude, this doesn't work. I paid 60 bucks for this broken ass game. Um, <laughs> like shit like that. Like it has to, that stuff has to stop. I would gladly pay another 10 bucks if we just, yeah. if we just give me a good video game. Um, actually, I I fully expect Microsoft. They've been dunking so hard past couple weeks, man. I feel them just another dunk they can do is just be like, "Hey, sixty bucks. We're not raising the price." And 
that would just be like, you know, you win, Xbox, you win. At least for their games. I, I feel like maybe they don't have a say in, in the price of like EA games, but they'd no. be like, yeah, our first party games, 60 bucks. We're not raising the price. And Game Pass. So it's not like it matters anyway. <laughs> but Too true. Too true. Yeah. So, yeah, PS5 stuff, you know, yeah. it's exciting, but... Um, yeah, I just want to see. I want to see. Uh, uh, I want to see where that goes. Definitely not buying yeah. it day one, and I don't recommend anyone buys either console on day one. I mean, at least with Xbox, you get a little bit more. I'm gonna say, if you did buy any of these on day one, get the Xbox Series S, the cheap one. Like yeah. that one has my vote. I mean, I'm a PC guy, so yeah. Um. The only thing that catches my eye right now for PlayStation is God of War. <laughs> not that's not going to be there at launch. Yeah, no, no, but they they um, had to announce it. They, yeah. I mean, it just again, it's it's one of those like uh, those those like tickling titles. You hear them and you're like, what? Would you yeah. say? That's I, definitely I mean, a system seller, even if it's yeah, not yeah. coming out day one. Like, no, I can see like purchases of PS5 spiking once that game drops. It was it was the same with what Bethesda did um, with Elder Scrolls. Like they yep. they literally just announced like here's here's the title and here's like a nice shot of mountains. It's yeah. like not anything to do with the game, but Bethesda it was announced like, and they it came to like bite them in the ass because everyone yeah. they will not get stopped. No one stops asking them where's when's Elder yeah. Scrolls Six guys? When's it coming out? <laughs> yeah. When's it coming out? And it's like, do you understand? We're making a full game before we even start even thinking about that game. Yeah, like <laughs> people are like people are crazy, but yeah, people people love to love. I think is it you know passionate games. So, sometimes that love hurts, man. Yeah, yeah, sometimes exactly. That love hurts. <laughs> um, in other news, Amazon announced its cloud gaming service, Luna. Yes. Um, it's coming out for PC, Mac, Fire TV, and iOS. I was not expecting the iOS. Good for them for, man- well, for getting Well, here's, here's how they're doing iOS, actually. It's, it's, um, oh, yeah? Because you know how xCloud and shit like that, they can't get on iOS because of the the thing, the terms that Apple has. Um, Which is bullshit, because, like, side, side tangent, Apple's... Yeah. Uh, argument is that oh well those are all individual games that we can't like rate on our itunes system but they have no problem having netflix on there with a bunch of movies they can't fucking rate but whatever yeah um amazon's actually getting around that by not the luna is not going to actually be an app it's going to be a web page that you go to so when you hit the icon it just takes it just launches the browser and you play through the browser (laughs) So that sounds less stable, but if it gets around it, it gets around. Yeah. Yeah. If it works, it works, I guess. But yeah. yeah. Is it, is it only going to be stuck to like Safari? Is is that what's going to happen? It's just going to open Safari, even if you don't have it. I think (laughs) it's going to open up whatever your default web browser is. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, they announced this. Um, It's their version of Stadia. Which people are kind of throwing around like it's like exactly what Stadia is, but the difference between this and Stadia is that Stadia you have to buy the game still. Like not only do you have yep. to subscribe to Stadia, but you also have to buy the game still. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is just a subscription and you get those games. And they're not doing that, a but... um Oh, continue. 
they're they're doing like a channels thing so i don't know if you ever like subscribe to prime video but prime video has channels where like you subscribe to prime video and then you can also subscribe to the hbo channel mm -hmm. and the showtime channel that's what they're doing with this as well where um they have the luna plus channel which is their just standard library but then the only one they announced was the um the ubisoft channel which is coming soon no date or price on that but um we'll have additional channels for different publishers i guess so if you want ubisoft stuff you can subscribe just to ubisoft or mm -hmm. ea or whatever yeah um, so their early access pricing is six dollars a month which is good price not, who knows what who knows what that's going to be after early access but it's a decent price you know i can't complain about that and you know the games library looks solid like controls in there great game bloodstain good game <laughs> yeah yeah when call Bloodstain a great game but it's definitely a good game um another thing that they're doing is they're pushing uh 1080p 60 fps which mm. i think is good because stadia tried to push 4k and that didn't fucking work no that was a huge complaint is that once you try like 1080p 60 was kind of working, but the consensus was once you tried doing 4k that the whole thing just took a shit. So it's cool that Luna's like, Hey, listen, we're going to focus on 1080p 60, but it's going to be a stable working 1080p 60. We're not yeah, going to half-ass that in 4k. We're just going to focus on 1080. Yeah. As long as you have the connection to support yeah. it, which is the, which is, that's always the crutch with these like yeah. streaming services is like America doesn't really have the infrastructure to support this kind of streaming bandwidth limits and caps. And, you know, it's just not, it's not, we're not in an ideal place, even still, even though, even though with yeah. Google doing it, Microsoft doing it, we're still not yeah. set up to fully take advantage of this. And some people are, you know, it's kind of getting there, but I still, it's, it's, I feel like it's still a minority for most people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a while. Yeah. I'll have to wait and see what happens with it. Um, one thing I think is really cool is that Twitch integrations like built into it. So you can literally, I could, I could be like watching zero on Twitch playing like bloodstained and be like, Oh, I want to play bloodstained now, push a button and then I'm playing it. Yeah. Like Which that's is cool. Really I mean, cool. That's what Stadia does with YouTube. Well, that's what yeah. they say they do. I don't, I've never actually seen that happen on YouTube, but yeah, that's what they say it does. So, and I, then... you know, I thought Stadia <laughs> was a myth for the longest time. I I didn't know it was uh, still around. You know? <laughs> I heard I remember all about it, and I had a friend who was really jazzed about it, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, but you can do it anywhere." I'm like. I don't know. That doesn't sound like a thing that works. Like uh, <laughs> I, all my YouTube videos buffer, so I don't. I don't know about playing games. <laughs> yeah, you were a hundred percent right. <laughs> it didn't work. It's, um, it's crazy, man. It's it's crazy that it's a great idea, and I hope that uh, Luna surpasses all uh, expectations. And yeah, I, as you were saying, it's it's good that they're starting off on well, a good base. The, of, like yeah. for all the shit that Stadia gets, I do. The general consensus I hear from people is that it it works better than XCloud. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's just yeah, what I hear about it. All the shit talking aside, like, it would have been a fucking game changer. Oh, yeah. If it worked perfectly. 
So hopefully Luna can do that, especially since like everything's built into the Luna controller. Mm -hmm. So you never have to sync any devices. It connects directly to the cloud gaming service itself. So there's almost no latency when you're operating it. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Hamtaro asked how much. So the only thing you have to buy is the controller. Mm -hmm. And the controller is $50 during early access. But once early access is over, it's going to be $70. And then there's the subscription, which is $5.99 in early access. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's not bad at all. So I'll have to wait and see what happens with it. Um, I'm not the kind of person who hopes something goes wrong. (laughs) I really do hope that they nail this because this would be a game changer. Yeah, especially since it opens up video games for people who might not want to pay for a console or doesn't have a PC. Like, you can play. Like, Control is one of the best games of last year. I agree. If more people can experience that for easy, easier, then, you know, I'm all for it. Dude, me too. Um, Another thing uh, Nintendo Direct, the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. This is all you. All you. <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> um, so Hunter Monster Hunter Rise just got announced. God damn it. I am so excited, man. Oh, fuck. I am stoked for this game. Um, they've introduced some really cool mechanics, man. It has this, uh, this Japanese look to it which I don't think they've done since like Monster Hunter Freedom 2, I think was the last time they had something like that. Um, it has all kinds of crazy features now. Uh, the Palamut is the my favorite one, that fucking that dog you see running there. Um, instead of just sticking with the Palicos, the cats, you can uh, switch between the, the cats and the, the dogs. Um, and the dogs have the advantage of being more attack-focused and less support-focused. And they let you ride on them to get around faster. Uh, that's not the only change they did, though. They added this new feature called the wire bug that lets you basically like Spider-Man around everywhere, which is really, really cool to see. Like you kind of see him doing it right now where he's like jumping around and like slinging himself everywhere from thin air. Have they done oh, that before? Because it looks familiar. So they had a zip claw. Okay. But the, the, the it was like a grapple claw, but that grapple claw only worked on specific highlighted locations. And okay. it was a way to traverse like maybe up a up a mountain faster than climbing it or to uh, swing around and get the drop on a monster. But it looks like now it can just connect to thin air. Oh. I don't know how it works, but it looks awesome. Um, another cool thing, uh, just watching the combat, I noticed there's a lot of new combat changes. Uh, there's a part where this person like wire claw, like they use the zip bug to get over a monster. They drop a bomb on it. That looked really cool. I was wondering what that was about. If they added, uh, more, um, options for combat, not just when you're with your weapon, but also with your items, like you can drop bombs from the air. That'd be cool. Um, Oh, what else do they do? Um, you can you also could take your Palamut or your Palico, the cat, into a match with you. So in earlier Monster Hunter games, the uh, Palicos, your little followers, were just there to back you up if you didn't have uh, um, actual hunters with you. But now it lets you take in one of your two followers into a multiplayer game with you. So every player can now have either a Palamut or a Palico with them. 
which is really cool to see. Uh, so now it's it's more tied to the gameplay. It's not just a substitute having a real player. It's actually tied into the gameplay and how you play, not just by yourself, but with other hunters. Um, there's another cool thing that they added. Uh, they added they announced some amiibos are coming out for them with exclusive costumes. Just oh my god, dude, it looks so good. Um, I can't on top of that, amiibo is still a thing. <laughs> I'm I dig it, dude. <laughs> I dig oh, yeah. it. I'm a sucker for those little guys. Are you kidding me? Um, especially Monster Hunter amiibos. Get the fuck out of here. I'm buying that. <laughs> Give, me Give me a Rathlos amiibo, just a giant yeah, one. Are you a um, Are you a Monster Hunter dude, Zero? Uh, I'm 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 not diehard Monster Hunter. I like the series, and honestly, looking at this, it's like I I'm really hyped for it. Like just Dude, same the movement for it. Like you're smoothing, you're smoothing so clean. And there's <laughs> there's a point in this trailer when he's like facing like this the one of the turtle uh, uh, monsters, and he like he zip bugs as if he was gonna go over him. He stalls, backs up, and then does a drop hit on him. And I'm like, yeah. this is crazy. Like they're getting crazy with the moves because. Monster Hunter is notorious for having like a bit of like a slower, heavier combat style. Yeah, like you're you're feeling each of the punches. So to add a bit of this movement, but still have that, like I'm I'm all for it. It looks yeah, dope. dude. Um, especially since like um, to have this kind of verticality, we haven't seen mm -hmm. that since uh, Monster Hunter Four. No, Monster yeah. Hunter Three. And there's a caveat to that. Monster Hunter Three had a swimming mechanic. Yeah. So you can fight against monsters underwater. So you can attack them from the top, from below. It was it was a cool idea. I like that verticality, being able to hit a monster from anywhere, not just a face to face. Yeah. But the swimming sucked. Nobody yeah. <laughs> liked it. But people like the idea of it, and this looks like a good middle ground to that because you can zip around whenever you want. Looks like you're kind of limited. I assume you can't just zip around forever. No. I'm sure there's a cooldown to it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it's really cool to see that there's this whole other dimension to playing it. Uh, Monster Hunter is one of those games where the, the mechanics are so work so well with each other. When they introduce a new mechanic, it's a game changer. It totally changes how you're going to play the game. And I'm really excited to see this, man. Like I, I really want to see it. I want this game to come out. It's coming out uh, March 21st, I believe. Uh, Pre-orders are up now. I haven't pre-ordered it yet. I probably should, but I don't. I feel bad when I pre-order games. 26th, something. by the way. 26th. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm not going to regret pre-ordering this game. Um, God damn it. I just want it. And the best part is it's running on the uh, RE engine, which is the okay. same engine Resident Evil 7 ran on, Devil May oh. Cry 5, uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake, Resident Evil 3 Remake, um, which is crazy to see that this is coming out on the Switch. Yeah. So I want to see how this engine performs on a lower powered console, but based on the gameplay, pretty well. <laughs> Did they say it's I'm, Switch I'm, I'm exclusive? It is a Switch exclusive yeah. for now. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they, they do plan on releasing on PS4, but based on the way the game looks, it looks like it was built for the Switch. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how it's going to be coming out on other systems. Um, but, dude, I'm into it. Like, I love me some Monster Hunter. It's cool to see that. Um, we're also getting Monster Hunter Stories 2, which I don't really care about. <laughs> um, I, I like the core Monster Hunter games. Monster Hunter Stories were kind of like side spinoffs. Think of it like Monster Hunter meets Pokemon. Gross. And yeah, and you'll get an idea <laughs> of it. Um, it's an interesting idea. Um, I like the the fact of taming monsters, fighting with them. But I'd rather see that in a mainline game. That would be really cool. Like a baby Rathalos flying you around. Yeah. Um, that that's just something that's, that's not my that's not my element, dude. I'm not a Monster Hunter Stories fan. I know a lot of people like it. I'm not one of those people. If you're excited for it, fantastic. Uh, looks like they're adding a lot of cool new features. 
uh, that weren't available in the last game. And plus getting that jump going from a 3DS to a Switch, there's a huge graphical leap. There's a huge game um, uh, gameplay controllability leap there too. Uh, so it's really cool to see that, but it's not, I'm not that demographic. Yeah, so I think it's, it's it's more, it, it looks more like a, I wouldn't say like a casual introduction to like the, the world of Monster Hunter, but it's like definitely a, a softer tone to it. it looks mm -hmm. honestly, it looked like I thought it was like a spring anime when I first saw it. I was like, "Damn, yeah. this is a cool show!" And I'm like, "Oh no, it's a game." Yeah. Um. So I, I think it's gonna be like more of a softball into it, which is which is great. And more yeah. people in Monster Hunter, awesome for it. Yeah, Monster Hunter is one of those games. Like I know a lot of people. So there's a lot of diehard Monster Hunter fans that because yeah. Monster is such a niche series, it was okay to have this like diehard like superior attitude to it but now that it's getting broader i see a lot of those people coming out of the woodwork like yeah this isn't what mosh runner used to be like fuck you like <laughs> the game's more popular now it's better now this guy i played, I played monster, monster hunter, hunter with i played monster on the psp and we only had one analog stick exactly and like if you did that good for you man that's great for you but how about instead of being an elitist asshole you try to get more people into the game so it sells well so we can get more of them yeah, hey, try telling that to the the uh, Dark Souls community. Oh, oh. I know. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Like, uh, I, I'm I'm on some Monster Hunter groups on Reddit and on Facebook, and it's so toxic. I hate it. I don't know why I'm still on it, to be honest. Just people are mean, man. <laughs> like, yeah. if yeah. you like this game so much, like, why are you being so, like, gatekeepy about it? Just fucking let people play the game. Teach them how to play. If you don't like the way someone plays, give them some tips. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> well, and that's and that's that's the rub of it, you know. It's like, hey, why aren't you why aren't you doing what I'm doing? Like, why yeah. why aren't you just really amazing at this thing that I've practiced hard in and uh, I've done it for many hours? And you're just yeah. starting. Like, what's what's the deal, man? <laughs> yeah. What's what? What's up? What's up? And you're just exactly. It's, and it's it's, it's not a good mentality for any community. I find. I think exactly. You know, if you want people to play it and you just want to have people have fun, it's yeah, it's just like. Oh shit! You don't know how to do the um, you don't know how to do like the bomb stack. All right, here, let me. I'll teach you it. Or like, oh, like go check this out. You all have fun, or just yeah. leave it be. You know, and don't always have to correct people. Exactly, and <laughs> it's, it's. I'm hoping now the game's getting more popular. Yeah. You can start to see some of that toxicity kind of bleed out, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm um, excited. Yeah, I'm excited for it too, dude. I'm definitely buying Hunter Monster Hunter Rise Day One. Um, this might be like the game I start streaming, man. Like. <laughs> Like yeah, I like, Monster I love stream. Monster Hunter. I love me some Monster Hunter. I can talk and play about Monster Hunter all day, dude. So this might be it. Perfect. Um, yeah, we also had some other Nintendo stuff. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> 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 joking aside, though, um, we did have uh, Fitness Boxing Two got announced, like a rhythm exercise game. Looks cool. I mean, I'm not a fan of those like exercise games on Switch. My wife would definitely love that because she's so super into that shit. So I might pick that up for her. Um, but one thing I want to talk about, did you see the trailer to Disgaea 6? Yes. It is fucking nuts, dude. Like there's dropping so many buzzwords. Uh, it it defies RPG convections. The, yeah, the, first, yeah. uh, the first 3D Disgaea game. Took them 20 yeah. years, but they're modern now. <laughs> Wait, you can make games 3D? Oh shit, guys, we've been doing it wrong. Let's get yeah, this in here. There's just there's just liney drops where he's like, what do you say? What did he say? Hold on. 
Yeah, like these are the max levels, like nine, 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 nine. Oh yeah, yeah. And like, he's like the max damage, like nine trillion. Oof. That's what I always like, like about these games is that <laughs> they just gave, they didn't give a fuck about the numbers. You can just do a trillion damage, and the the enemy would still be alive. Like, how much health do you have? And the, the trailer's super self-aware. Like, it knows. This is kind of dumb, but, like, that's the appeal. Yeah. That's and, good. like, I've never played Disgaea, man. I'll be honest. I've never played Same Disgaea. Me. Really? But I, oh, Yeah. I, but I've always liked how self-aware they are. And they're like, yeah, uh, we're, we know we're kind of silly, but that's, like, the appeal. And I kind of want to check that out now. Yeah, I heard Disgaea's Disgaea's the, This was always the only like strategy rpg series that i liked mm -hmm. oh, okay it, well, it looks really cool me. i want to play just, as a penguin yeah you can play as the penguin you can play yeah. as um the penguin actually has its own spin-off game called yep. uh <gasps> Prinny. Prinny, i want to be the hero which is one of those like hard as fuck platformer games i never got past the first level <laughs> um it's like one of those games i heard it's fun but it oh yeah it's shit. fun Ah, oh, that makes so much sense. Cause I, I when I was watching the trailer for uh, Dissidia Six, it was um, I was like, the penguin looks so familiar. I feel like I've seen at least like the image of it is somewhere. Yeah, and I think I think it was from this. I think it was from this. Yeah, the Prinny is like tied deep to Disgaea. Like the yeah. Prinny is the Disgaea, like what Chocobo are to like Fall Fantasy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or like what Slime are to Dragon Quest. Um, it looks cool. Like I've never played Disgaea. And this kind of makes you want to go and play Disgaea 5, because I heard that one's the best so far. And it, it looks just absolutely batshit crazy, and I'm into that. I like games <laughs> that don't take themselves too seriously, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's coming it. out summer of next year. Uh, we also got a pre-order trailer for Empire of Sin, which is some, like, 1930s prohibition noir strategy game. Yeah, like, I think you've seen this before as well. Someone showed this before. I've seen this somewhere. Yeah, I've but... seen it somewhere too, but I might just be thinking of like those generic like those generic like criminal games that came out on Facebook yeah. for like the early 20. The That's early what this looks like. <laughs> but this actually looks like it has some strategy elements to it like XCOM, which is interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm interested, man. Um, I'm curious about it. And I'm not to go pre-order it, but I kind of want to see where this goes. Yeah, I, I'm watching with with heightened interest for this game. They, um, I find, always find it funny that you can have a pre-order trailer, but not tell people when the game is coming out. Yeah, that's <laughs> that rubbed me the wrong way. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean don't you enjoy it when you're like hey you could buy this game and you're like what, what what's the game about you're like don't worry about it <laughs> well you, when the, when's the game coming out what did i just tell you man don't worry about it just give me your money yo check out this logo though isn't it dope like come on you, you sure come logo. on you could you could drop some 40 to 57 dollars come on <laughs> it's all good, um, it's all good. another thing that, that surprised me we got Sniper Elite 4 coming out on Switch. Hell yeah. Which is yeah, impressive that that's coming out on Switch. I mean, I I'm indifferent to the Sniper Elite game. So the fact that this is running on Switch is, impress is impressive. I'm, I'm surprised this is able to run on the Switch, if I'm being honest. 
Actually, I was gonna say, I was gonna make a mention of that because during that Empire of Sin trailer, yeah. um, they showed all the worst things they could possibly show on. <laughs> look, if you're gonna show your game running, especially on the Switch, don't show it like at 12 frames a second. Like, that's one thing that this Sniper Elite trailer doesn't do. Which I'm pretty sure it doesn't run, you know, perfectly smoothly. But at least you can't tell in the trailer. Um, there's been numerous Switch trailers where they've shown it running terribly, and I'm like, "Who yeah. are you selling this to?" When I see this, I'm like, "Oh God, look how bad it runs in your trailer." <laughs> um, so just a little advice for you Switch marketers out there: um, don't show your trailer running like ass. There you go. If the trailer came from Sabi himself, you want to sell your game, you got to lie. Yeah. Lie about it. I'm sure Sniper Elite's lying about it. I'm sure that game doesn't run as smooth as they're showing. Yeah, do the classic. Oh, yeah, totally. This is totally live footage uh, that you're looking at. Yeah, don't worry about it. Does it look scripted? No, no, of course not. I mean, they don't have to to lie about it, but just edit around the 12 frames. (laughs) Like Empire of Sin. Empire of Sin does not look like a demanding game, but when you look at that trailer, it's like, well, why is it running at 12 frames a second? Uh, you, you just, you know what you do when you when you have a bad when you have, have when you have a bad game and you want to market it well, just put an old like ACDC song on it and just have it just <laughs> bump it. People will be like, oh yeah, but uh, what was what was the game about? I forget. <laughs> I don't know if that's so, like, like TNT though. would fit this trailer. It'd be like TNT, <laughs> just like people be like, yeah. <laughs> doesn't make oh, sense but yeah speaking of soundtrack uh long dark got another trailer for the switch and i don't know what song they're playing during that trailer but it's dope dude i was digging it yeah um this game came out God, like what six years ago five years ago i don't know if it was um, been like, an early access on pc for a long time yeah i think it only came yeah. out of early access like maybe two or three years ago and like it it, it was Here's, here's the problem with the game. It came out when survival games were like the game, you know? Yeah. Like survival games were then what Battle Royale games are now. So it looks kind of dated in that aspect. But also, like, it's kind of refreshing to see a survival game because we don't get those anymore. No, especially on Switch. I don't, I don't yeah, know if there's any on Switch. Switch. Uh, I think Don't Starve. And, like, that's it. Oh, yeah, but and, Don't Starve is not. That's like. Firewatch on Switch? And technically Minecraft. Technically. <laughs> Fire. Firewatch cool. is um actually Firewatch is not a survival game. That is a um yeah. like one of those like a a telltale better, games. It's a walking uh, sim. Better, yeah. Gotcha. Which I don't like that term walking sim because I feel like they yeah. kind of describe the game a little bit. The, uh, it's I a narrative a based <laughs> Yeah. Narrative based adventure a, game. I had a conversation with someone about that. They said uh, calling those games walking sims are like calling shooters like point and wins. Like, yeah, it's it does a disservice to the game and it makes you not want to play it. But for lack of a better description, I mean, walking sim is that's the term people know. Like, if I if I had to explain what Bloodstained is, I would say Metroidvania because I know they know that term. Even though we, we tied it to a long conversation about this, you both fucking hate the term Metroidvania. <laughs> yeah. Because if, if you don't know what Metroid is and you don't know what Castlevania is, or if you just don't know yeah. that term, then you don't know what that means at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, but Long I don't Dark. Like, 
comparing games to other using other games to describe games like it's a souls like okay well well, if you don't know what souls is then you don't know what that is it's that that's a term i could i could do without for a long time yeah i think i i hate i hate everyone always just being like oh man this is the souls of the golfing industry it's like i just come on man you don't need to it doesn't you don't need to go there i don't need to know this is a hard golfing game like it's just 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 use different acronyms or different when words you, when you it die just, you lose all your clubs it's just, well there's a if, if someone like as a joke released a souls like golfing game i check it out i mean there's golfing there's a new golfing rpg game oh there is a golfing rpg game. yeah yeah i think they're making a new one as well they're making a sequel to it yeah an rpg about golfing like it's just it's wild it's wild right, but yeah, well, i want um, to check that out yeah i have to check it out too uh golf story i think is what's called right or something like that yeah yeah i think it's called golf story um, speaking of golf games, <laughs> we got a PGA Tour 2K21 coming out on Switch, the physical version dropping September 25th. So that's out yesterday. Yeah. So if you absolutely need to play the new PGA Tour, there you go. Sports. Um, now on to good games. We have Hades is now available <laughs> on Switch. Which um, is cool I, to see, man. Like, Hades I need to play dope. this. Yeah. Me too, man. Me too. I just been um, catching up on my backlog and Yeah. But I'm I'm sure this is gonna be up there for me for like one of the games of the year. Dude, same. Like Super Giant is just one of those developers that release solid games. Like I don't think they've released anything that was bad. Well, people didn't like Pyre. People didn't really like that one. Well, because people went up higher thinking it was more Bastion when it was like a sports game. Yeah. Not even really a sports game. It's like a competitive, like, I don't know how to describe it. It is an action game, but it has a sports element to it yeah. that people didn't like because gamers don't like sports games. <laughs> uh, for I, good reason. I mean. <laughs> you don't like pretending to play sports? Isn't that fun? I don't even like watching sports. <laughs> it's Yeah. It, for, like for me, I, I enjoy playing a sport. But watching a sport, it's like, oh, that that man is better than me. Okay. Yeah, but the, the Actually, sport in that, that game had I like, like... I like watching baseball. I'll take that back. I like watching baseball, but like only at a game. I Fair can't enough. do that shit on TV. Fair enough. Well, Empire, the, the sport in that game actually had like a narrative to it where yeah. the loot, like you, would, you had to fight and whoever lost got like banished or mm-hmm. like got... Like there were repercussions to losing, so it made you like actually feel bad for the losing team, but also not wanting to lose yourself because mm. you know you wanted to you wanted to not lose. Like it was like a competition where there were serious repercussions to losing. So I that was one of the big narrative things in that game. Okay, okay, and the, the, I've I've never really dabbled in these series, but when I was looking at Hades, I. I really want to try it out because I'm also a big Greek mythology person. So like, I know it might not be like traditional Greek mythology, but like, it, I just, I love that idea of it. And there's so much you can pull from uh, both on like a game side and like a, like a lore side. Like mm-hmm. it's super cool. Yeah. So I'd, I'd be down to try this. Looks fun. Yeah. I'm, I, I like it a lot. I really want to play it. Um, it's been on, it's been early access on Epic for the past, like what year? So it's cool to yeah. see it coming out and everything else. Um, 
I mean, it's a super giant game. You can't go wrong with them. I, I refuse to admit they've released a bad game <laughs> since they started with Bastion. Um, well, so we got it's out now. So if you want to go pick it up, you can pick it up today on Switch. Uh, we also got another game, uh, which I have known nothing about, Balan Wonderland. Yeah, they uh, keep yes. showing this, and I'm like, this doesn't. This looks like a fake video game. The this new, looks the like new Sega baby. <laughs> when you're like when you're this looks like a game that a kid will be playing in a television show when they can't play a real game they put this on the screen um that's what it looks like it, it definitely got those vibes i mean from what i understand i think it's from the creators who made uh dreams um into dreams it, it was the old sega title yeah, and basically it was like oh, a flying yeah. simulator with like you know collecting rings and stuff. It was a very simple stuff, but it was a big Sega staple. Yeah. But uh, I think they're trying to like bring back some of that weirdness <laughs> for sure, which and that I, cartooniness. Yeah, which I, I can dig, man. Like I yeah. think games games are at their best when they're weird. Oh, hundred percent. So yeah. it's, it's cool to see that. Um, it looks interesting, but that's as much as I can say about it that it's interesting. Yeah. I, I think um, it's just going to be a fun platformer, you know? Yeah. Like, it's yeah, a so fun, non-offensive platformer. It's yeah. a genre that's not totally saturated. So yeah, <laughs> I like 3D platformers. Me oh, too. Yeah. I want to see more of them. And this one looks like it's going to... It might scratch that itch. Um, we also got Rune Factory 5, which... I know I say I'm a huge JRPG fan, but I've never played a Rune Factory <laughs> game. It's I didn't know there was five of them. I think there's but, more than five, but <laughs> yeah. But I've been, I've been told they're pretty good. They're solid. Like, are these the ones that are about like alchemy, or am I thinking of another like obscure no. TRPG franchise? I think that's um, Atelier. Yes. Yes, you're Which right. You're also, right. Has Rune Factory is like. Out. Yeah, Rune Factory is like the the Harvest Moon JRPG. Okay. Type game. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought when I was watching. And I was like, "Is this is this like a Harvest Moon kind of?" It reminded me so much of it. But then they were also fighting like sheep in the woods, and I was like, "I don't remember that." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks interesting, but I've never, I haven't, I've gone, I haven't played any of these games. And now there's a fifth one. I mean, I don't know if it's enough to like let me go try it. Maybe if it's on sale, I might pick it up and give it a shot, yeah. just to say I tried it, but. Nothing that's really going to get me uh, to, go, to go pick it up day one. Um, in other news, we have Ori and Will of the Wisps came out yes. on Switch, which yes. you like a lot. You love that game. <laughs> this is probably my current game of the year. So. This, again, the same year that Doom Eternal came out, you're going to say Ori. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. We're going to fight about this, this year. <laughs> We're gonna fight. This is gonna be a fight later. Um, well, you know, did you did you play it though? Did you play it? I did not. I did not. There's did a problem. Not. It's on Game Pass though, so I have no excuse not to. I should go try it. Um, it looks yeah, good. Just, I like these Metroidvanias. So it's great, and it's a great one of them too. It doesn't fall into like the tropes that you would expect from a Metroidvania. I mean, some some of it does, but they hide it very well. 
Like, oh, yeah? you know, like you, you walk into a door and it's like, oh, I can't open this door yet. I probably have to come back and like, they'll let you go. They'll let you go down a road that you you might not be able to go down yet. But, um, okay. they, they hide it super well. It's, and like the visuals and the and soundtrack and they just, they do a lot with so little and and like they had a it's a sequel to a game where the sequel is better in every way every single way imaginable is better than that original game and that first game was no slouch i mean that was also one of my favorite games of that year that game came out so um it's just you you don't see it at all the often when a sequel is just better just better yeah um, I mean, have you seen Attack of the Clones? I mean, come on. <laughs> for, for a good sequel. It's out there. Um, that's it for the uh, Nintendo Direct. Uh, and some quickie news. Um, Among Us 2 got canceled. And they announced the features are going to be uh, brought into Among Us 1. Uh, side question. Am I the only one who hasn't played Among Us? Because I feel like I am. No, um, no, I, I haven't either. I've watched a lot of people play it, but uh, haven't haven't delved in myself. What it's, people uh, don't know though is that Among Us came out like four years ago. It just didn't oh, yeah. get popular until recently. It's a super old game. Yeah, it's super yeah. old. And that's why they're canceling the second game because they were working on the second game for quite a while. Yeah. And then the first game blew up out of nowhere, and they were like, "Oh no, what do we do?" Um. So. Yeah, they're canceling that game and they're putting its features into the first game, which I think is more difficult than just finishing the second game. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I can't imagine I'm gonna start that shit over again. Yeah. Well, and then and they have to. I think their biggest thing that they were talking about is that they have to go in and fix some of like the broken code because again, it's a game that came out a long time ago, and now people are pointing out all these little details, and if they're gonna fix it kind of gonna have to rewrite everything so mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot more work but i think in the long run it's a lot better because people know among us one and they're they're here for it they're loving it people are playing it i think if they made a sequel i don't think a lot of people would really jump to it but if you improved what's already popular i think it's gonna go a lot further for sure yeah We'll have to wait and see what they do with it. But I'm, I'm, I mean, it's the game's only five dollars. I have no excuse not to at least try it. And from what I've been told, it's it's getting a lot of attention. So I might just check yeah. it out, man. Just might so it's five dollars it. on Steam, but it's actually free on mobile. Really? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, oh, that's okay, true. then I'll go try that then. Uh, it, no Man's it, it, Skies uh, Origins update got announced. Which, if we can talk about No Man's Sky really quick, that game, despite all the uh, negative attention it got when it came out, they're putting in a lot of work to turn that to turn that attention around, man. Like, uh, good on yeah, them. it's great. Yeah, good on Fantastic. them. Like, like for I, just, I, turning it I love now. In my opinion, the game's still not where it needs to be in terms of just, uh, you know, just sheer, like what they the sheer amount of content. Not not so much what they promised, but just in terms of what's actually in the game, like what there is to do in the game. Like I'm not the kind of guy that just goes to explore for exploration's sake. Like if I'm going to delve into a cave, I want to know if there's something in that cave that I'm going to find. Or if I go like diving underground, I want to know if there's something under there. Like I just want 
to, I, if I'm going to explore, I want to explore knowing that there's something at the end of the tunnel. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's, it still doesn't do that. Like they just still, they still just want you to explore just to yeah. find shit or just to get resources or stuff like that. And yeah, I've never, never been about that personally, Yeah. but it is a great game for that. If like, that's what you're looking for. It's phenomenal for that. So not, not shitting on the game. It's just, <laughs> there's, there's stuff that I want out of it that still doesn't deliver on. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's totally fair. Um, another news: Left 4 Dead Two is getting a new update, a new uh, new campaign called Last Stand. Yeah, we're actually fixed. gonna we're, we're gonna yeah. play this at some point. We're gonna play this, but yeah, I'm down. I'll fucking hop in too. I've spent minutes since I played Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Um. Just, yeah, it's new crazy. significant update. Great. I don't know much about it. It's like, um, actually, it's on free weekend right now. So, if anyone Ooh. wants to play it, it's free to play for the weekend. I think if you want to buy it, it's even discounted. So, which at this point, if you have Steam and not <laughs> Left 4 Dead 2, what's wrong with you? Yeah, uh, it should be bundled together. I think you yeah. make an account <laughs> and they're like, "Here's your game," and you're like, "Oh, I didn't even play." Yeah. They're like, "Here you yeah. go." Would that be the one like if, if Valve gave if Valve gave away one free Valve game? Yeah, you think that would be the one? Not like Portal. I would say or... like Half Life or Portal. Yeah, yeah. I think if it was if they're looking for more like single player stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Portal or Half Life. If they yeah. decided to do like one single one multiplayer, I think it'd be like a Left 4 Dead for sure. I would actually, I want to retract. I think Left 4 Dead's a better choice because Left yep. 4 Dead uh, shows off more Steam features with the Steam Workshop, uh, the modability, the multiplayer components. Yeah. I think like Left 4 Dead's like a perfect example of like what Steam has to offer. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And again, at this point, if you don't have Left 4 Dead 2, but you have <laughs> Steam, like go pick it up. It's not expensive. <laughs> it's not an expensive game. Uh, the Last Stand update is uh, free. Um, it was apparently a community update that Valve uh, greenlit to be an official add-on for the game. Really? Uh, yeah, so that's really cool to see. Um, it's getting an update now where it's fixing some materials and models that were causing some errors in the workshop. Uh, they adjusted weapon spawn chances. Uh, safe room intros uh, were apparently bugged when it came out, and now it's uh, been tweaked to work a little bit better. Um because the, uh, the the last stand came out like back on September 17th, I think. And they're updating it again now, September 26th, to get some uh, to get some fixes here. Uh, so it's, it's cool to see that, you know, a fan mod essentially is getting a, a canon add-on to the game by Valve. It's really cool to see them doing that. Yeah. You should see how many like Half-Life and Portal spinoffs there are. That Valve <laughs> seems totally fine with. Yeah, yeah like uh, Hunt Down the Freeman was fucking dog shit. They still <laughs> let it released. Side note, funny story. I almost bought that game, dude. Did I tell you that story? No. So when I saw Hunt Down the Freeman, I was like, wait, is that a new Half-Life game? Oh. And I saw the trailer, and I, I saw like half the trailer, and I was like, oh my god, it is a new Half-Life game. What the <laughs> fuck? And I added it to my cart, and I was about to buy it, but then something in my head was like, hey, go read the reviews first, just in case. 
And I did, and I was like, oh, it's dog shit. <laughs> Good thing I didn't buy it. <laughs> but legit, yeah. dude, it was in my cart. I was about to pay for it, and then I realized, like, that would have been a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of those, so. Yeah. 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 Um, we also have a little article, or, uh, like, article uh, from uh, AMDGU Open uh, talking about porting. Detroit become human from PS4 to PC. Yeah, um, so I thought this was a um, I thought this was an interesting read because usually yeah. you don't hear this, you don't get this story, um, like at all ever. No, so ever. It was just it was interesting to see what the difficulties are in porting a PS4 game to PC. Like, Not just any PS4 game, but a PS4 game like Detroit Become Human that was built for the PS4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I read I read through some of it when you sent me the uh, notes and I'm like fuck, <laughs> like the next time someone asks like why why no PC port though like just send them this article. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah not a, not as easy as a copy and paste. Yeah, you know? yeah, it looks like a fucking nightmare. I can't imagine being on this team and getting it going. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I mean I did a I did a bit of game, game developing uh, level designing uh, way yeah. way back in the day, and uh, yeah it's it, there's so many tiny details that go into it. And yeah, when you, when you try to do a system transfer, like from a console base to a PC base, it's if you, if you don't have that in mind or have like an open software system for it, cause that's the other thing. A lot of these things are built on certain engines that aren't compatible with a lot of PC relatives. So you have to compensate in different ways. And, uh, People just don't think about that because you think of like, oh, like the game's on a disc. Why can't you just put the disc in the PC and just have it read that? You know, yeah. like some it's people think it's that easy. Or I think the mentality is when well, my PC is like five times the teraflops on my PC are like five yeah. times more than PS4, so I should be able to run this no problem. And Yo, then, my know, PC get... flops. Okay, my PC <laughs> hella flops. This should be easy. Um, it, it was interesting to read this after seeing what happened with Horizon Zero Dawn because that game came out on PC and it was like a yeah. mess. And was it really? Know, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it got like review bombed on Steam because it just it was a bad a bad port. But you know, we don't really know what goes into porting those kinds of games. Um, so it was just it was it was interesting to read this and see exactly yeah. what. Um, and there's multiple. There's three parts to this this thing. This is only the first part I linked here, but um, they they get in depth on this. Yeah, so. yeah. So if you ever like, if you just want to know what goes into it, or if you're pursuing like game design as a career, like I'll probably find this super interesting. I found it interesting. Yeah. Um, and some trailers we got. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 got uh, two new trailers: The Gangs of Night City and Postcards from Night City. Which we talked about this before. Like Cyberpunk is the kind of game that I get more and more hyped. Like every trailer they drop, <laughs> I don't watch oh. any of them. So I, I I try not to, but we we have to for the show. And like... I don't have to. I put it in there and not watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but goddamn, dude, I am I am so excited for Cyberpunk. And not just that either, but uh, a couple, like about a week or two ago, uh, they just released the official specs for Cyberpunk on PC. Yeah, which, and okay, my so PC I looked at... barely, 
yeah, my PC like barely like matches the recommended specs. Oh, wow. Here's the thing though, yeah. they don't tell you they don't tell you the target like resolution or nope. frame rate with those specs. So I mean, for all we know, that could be like, hey, you want to run the game at eight hundred by six hundred? Here's the specs. <laughs> and it's like, well, no, no, I'm running I'm running four K. Like, what do I need? <laughs> Like yeah. we just don't know with with it. So they said they're going to come out and like get more specific um, soon. So that's what I want to see. Yeah, that's what I want to see too. Because I'm like worried. I'm like I don't want to have to upgrade my computer, but if I do, I will for Cyberpunk. Yeah, I really, really want to play Cyberpunk. I'm so into it, dude. <laughs> like, I've also been uh, avoiding as much as I can. I, I I I've learned I've learned a hard lesson from being spoiled from like just too many trailers in the past where I think when something yeah. gets announced I'm like cool like this looks you know I'm on either side I'm like okay cool I'm going to try it when it comes out or like oh someone needs to play like 20 minutes of it and I'll get into it or something yeah so I, but uh, I mean, it seems like it's going to be amazing there's games that I know I already know I'm going to buy no matter what yeah. like it could be a yeah. broken mess but I know just from the name on it that I'm going to buy like anything Kojima. I'm the biggest Kojima fanboy on the planet. Yeah. I will buy anything Kojima makes. Um, not that I'm going to like I know, it. I know for you, for you, <laughs> I know that list is going to be uh, anything Kojima makes. Yeah. Uh, Beyond Zelda. Good and Evil 2. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Zelda. Zelda. <laughs> like anything with those in it or anything that's even like remotely attached. Like, oh, it's like a Zelda style game. I'm like, oh, you said Zelda style? Okay. Wish list. Cart. <laughs> it's like that with me and monster hunter i'll buy like every mainline monster hunter day one i don't think about it i just do it yeah. yeah um cyberpunk looks so good i can't wait for it dude like every time i see it i get more and more excited almost it's coming out uh october right the end of october yeah i think so unless they delay it again which you're not going to i don't think they will no no, maybe not. Because this would be the third delay if they do. I believe. Uh, we got another trailer for uh, the medium, which I never heard about until this trailer. What really? Yeah, so they've been showing it game? heavy. They've been showing it heavy on Xbox. So if you're not even paying attention to the Xbox stuff, maybe you've never seen it. But it's from the guys That's that made Layers of Fear. It. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think you, t- you were talking about this about a week or two ago. Yeah, it does this thing where it's like it goes back and forth between worlds um, instantaneously. Is oh. So, like, you can be in the dark world, and then I guess you hit a button, and you're, like, you're in the not-as-dark world. Because both worlds seem pretty <laughs> dark. but <laughs> The sad um, world and the slightly less sad world i mean there's the real world and then there's like this (laughs) shitty like darker alternative it looks like um i'm into it dude i i i I like it it looks cool it looks it looks interesting probably not a day one buy for me but i'll definitely watch it with it with interest yeah Yeah. if you're like skeptical at all about i'm not a horror game kind of guy but yeah. Layers of Fear is like one of two that like genuinely scared me. The other one yeah, being PT, me. PT, which is which is not even a game, but that had genuinely the most terrifying thing I've ever played in my life. Um, and Layers of Fear was the only other game that came close to me. So, so that's it's why I'm kind of excited dude, for it this. It makes me uncomfortable. 
yeah. makes you uncomfortable to play through it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I kind of want to see what they do with this. They have like a similar feel. I'm down. Um, we also got a trailer for Elder Scrolls Online's new expansion. Uh, Markarth, Markarth, Marketh, Markarth, Markarth. I call it. Yeah. I call it Mark Lark, <laughs> like in the like Mark a South Park episode. <laughs> Mark Lark. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it Marky Mark. <laughs> Marky Mark. You know, edition. like that that racist guy who beat up a Vietnamese dude. <laughs> That's you a mean, thing. Look it up. Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg beat the fuck. Yeah, he beat the Shit. fuck out of some Vietnamese dude. He was like 17 and like blinded him for life. Fuck. Damn. Yeah, it's a thing. Look it up. Uh, but no, um, <laughs> dark jokes aside, uh, Elder Scrolls Online. I've never played Elder Scrolls Online. It's uh, it's good. Uh, I've heard it's good now, but it was dog shit when it was released. Oh yeah, no <laughs> yeah. Um, but I heard it's solid now. I'm just I'm not an M- I'm not an MMO fan, dude. Um, um, you can play that game like you would play an Elder Scrolls game. That's good to know. Uh, kinda like some of the combat is not as I say that, but Elder Scrolls combat is like really bad. So, (laughs) you know, it's, this is a different kind of bad. It's not bad, but you know, it feels like MMO combat. Yeah. That's good to know. Uh, the Mark Hearth, uh, prologue is supposed to be free. It's got a free uh, prologue for it, so that's cool. Yeah, that game is free to play. You only buy yeah. the DLC, so yeah. Um, so it looks interesting. I mean, if if you're already playing Elder Scrolls Online, chances are you're probably already playing that expansion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we got a trailer to the Near Replicant Remaster. Full name is version one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine. Hell yeah. <laughs> which i've never played anything before near automata well this was uh so okay so when near came out it was called near in the united states just near mm-hmm. yeah um and in japan there were two versions of near there were near gestalt which is what we got as near mm-hmm. and it was near replicant which is mm-hmm. was Japan only. Yeah. So that's what this is. Um this is a remaster of Near Replicant. Which is the it's the same game. Cool. Yeah. I have this game on PS3 still. Yeah. Um haven't played it. Wait, though. Near Replicant? The Japanese yeah. one or Gestalt, the one we got here? I have a Japanese one. It's patched English patched. Ah, um, gotcha. It's so, uh, it's near, you know. Yeah, I heard it's a weird, <laughs> wonderful game, but my big concern is I heard the gameplay is like not the best in the original near. Yeah, so kind of hoping, and I don't see Platinum's name anywhere on this. So I'm kind of worried that we're gonna get that same combat. No, I I don't think so because it's it's the original near was a very different game. Like near Automata was. Again, more of that platinum standard. Yeah. You know, much like the Bayonetta and uh, that yeah. one Transformers game that they get that they did. Um, but it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little more traditionalized, I think, unless they yeah. totally overhaul it, which is definitely possible. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll I'm not sure that's what, what they're do doing. Yeah, I yeah, think we'll it is just a straight remaster, I do believe. Which would be awesome. But, but it's, you know, if you like Nier, you're going to like this. Like, yeah. everything you liked about Nier is still here. Aside from that combat, which, look, if we're, if we're being honest here, the Nier, <laughs> uh, uh, the Nier Automata combat is great. But I'll be right back. Sorry, i got to do something sure. really quick. Alright. Like the near automata combat was great, but I felt like it was real one dimensional. Yeah. Like the the combat was not the highlight to me of that game. No, was, no, you definitely like, you're not you're not you're not juicing for it. You're like, oh man, I can't wait to do my thirteenth hit combo. Like it's just it's not yeah. something you were into. You're just like it was, where it was is a this button weird, Yeah, like where is this weird world taking me? Like yeah, that's for what some I reason I <laughs> For some reason, I beat the game, and then it just randomly told me that that was that was ending A. And you're like, wait, <laughs> wait, the alphabet has twenty? No, no. <laughs> like, well, you didn't know you didn't know you didn't know it was doing like twenty six of them until like, no. oh, I ate this fish and I got ending J, and he was like, oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you decided to go home because you felt sad and sick, and you're like, oh, okay. It's like, do you want to restart? You're like yeah <laughs> um that's why i like that game just because like it it broke it yeah. broke expectations um, it's weird it's different that's yeah. always always welcomed um <laughs> this game doesn't really do that but it's still got the story is great the soundtrack is phenomenal like it's 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 still it's still a great game so yeah, I know, I know tons of people excited for it, and uh, I'm excited to. I like Near uh, Automata, and I was wondering where the Near series came from. You know, like I want to see some yeah. of his origin. So um, they're also oh, making yeah. a mobile a mobile Near game, which like <laughs> I haven't seen much of. But okay, is it like I a mean, dating sim? Do you get it's to not date? a dating sim, but I wish it were. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, two two B. I mean, she 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 kind of cool. I'd be like, yeah, yeah let's go get, let's go get some food. Even though she doesn't That's, need to eat, doesn't need to eat, but she likes to eat though. Exactly. See, good person, good person. <laughs> <laughs> um, Untitled Goose Game. We don't have to look at all these trailers, by the way. So, Untitled Goose Game. I think they they already announced this too. It's getting a co-op mode. Uh, it might actually it might have already launched. I don't know if it launched already, but uh, I think it's coming out in a few days. Actually, I think in the, on the 29th. All right. Yeah. So now um, you can you can double honk as fast as your heart desires. Yeah, I didn't play much of this game. I kind of like I got it and then I moved on. I was like, yeah, I get, I get it. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's one of those things when you're like, yeah, like, like I just want to have an hour where I just don't do much and just kind of mess around and, you know, just kind of it's it's easy fun, yeah. it's easy fun. You're not gonna you're not gonna be too you, you pick up and play it and that's just kind of it. Or it's me me for you. And you're like, haha, I am a goose. Yeah, I'm a goose on the loose. Like it's just, but it's cool that they're just adding more to it because why not? Yeah. Why not? Also, I think that coincides with the Steam launch as well. That game was previously ex uh Epic exclusive. So Oh, okay, interesting. 
Noita. Uh, this game is like an indie game that's... Uh, it's like an indie side-scrolling 2D pixel art dungeon crawler where it's like super physics-based. So oh, that's like the huge thing about it is like there's a lot of fluids yeah. and physics and you can mix things and match things. So like you can mix water and fire and poison. There's gas and you if you burn the gas, it explodes and you can freeze things and do stuff with that. It's... Um, it's very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's um, a really high concept game for what it's doing, and I'm I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, you, I think it even has Steam Workshop support, so like there's mods and stuff for it as well. Do you guys remember the, the old uh, this is this old web browser game where it was basically a box and you'd put different types of like sand into it? But like you could also put like water and fire. It reminded me a lot of this because it was very pixelate. But like if you mix certain, uh, like if you put like gas and then put fire on it, it would like create an explosion. It reminded me a lot of these kind of physics as well. Huh. Looks cool. Looks good. I always like when like I like when things interact in other like when you like that was one of the cool things about Mario Maker is that you would see levels where people would build things and you're like, what would happen if I just put like a Koopa and gave it wings or no, yeah. they have that. They, they already have that. What happened if I gave a Goomba wings <laughs> or, you know, like you, you would combine different stuff and you would just see what happens. And like, and they, they thought of like every combination and it was like, man, that's like really cool. Um, yeah. I usually avoid early access games until they launch. So I, I will be checking this out. Yeah, looks it looks super interesting. I'm into it. I, I will, this other game I'll be watching with great interest. Yeah, yeah. And this one I added because I found that this is a thing. Oh, uh, Cobra Kai is getting a video game. If you haven't seen that show yet, <laughs> I've not seen it is that a, show. It's a great show. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. It's a lot better than it has any right to be. But the game looks like dog shit. Oh, no. <laughs> like look at this fucking janky ass looking beat him up <laughs> there's a uh, reason I saw this trailer like twice there's a reason they show more footage of the show yeah I was just game. about to say <laughs> are are the cutscenes just going to be scenes from the from the show um, I did a lot more research on this than the game deserves <laughs> and it's an original story <laughs> oh what okay. okay yes original story but are they using like real real um real actors i have no idea about that <laughs> yeah because that would be but interesting. It looks fucking ridiculous it looks this, awful this is beautiful this is art this is why video games were invented right here yeah i thought with this generation of consoles we've evolved past the shovelware Oh, no. like the license game, game? Not. the thing is yeah. we didn't they just they're all on mobile now because that's where the yeah. audience is yeah so Yo, I, wouldn't, kill tree and everything. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if this is a mobile game i would be surprised if this came to consoles yeah. it's coming to console okay oh, yeah it's well. coming out on ps4 xbox one and switch wow with a physical version you can pre-order at best buy <laughs> wow okay going all out Damn. <laughs> like it's it looks awful and that's why i wanted to add in this is a thing that's happening <laughs> oh my god 
beautiful. Again, if you haven't seen the show yet, the show is good, but the game looks awful. And <laughs> I know this exists, so I'm going to curse the rest of you with knowledge this exists too. <laughs> I will never be the same. <laughs> Scarred for life. <laughs> Uh, let's go on with some releases. Uh, so September 22nd, we had uh, 13 Sentinels, Aegis, Aegis Rim come out on PS4. Yeah, that's the Vanillaware game. Yeah, the one that doesn't play like other Vanillaware games. It's like a visual novel. Yeah, I actually, so elements. one of my friends has been streaming that, and she, um, it, it's it looks it's more than what i thought it would be it's like a visual yeah. novel yeah there's a lot of visual novel stuff in it and very little of that rts stuff yeah mm-hmm. which i was kind of bummed about because when i saw i heard it was an rts so i was like oh they could still make like an rts with giant robots work if Vanillaware's doing it and then i saw what the rts stuff looked like and i'm like are you kidding me yeah hey, <laughs> if you don't I've know Vanillaware. Vanillaware yeah. made Odin Sphere, um, Dragon's made, Crown, uh, Dragon's Crown. Yeah, so they have a very distinctive art style. When you when you see a Vanillaware game, you you know it's them. And but they usually make like action RPG style games. This is not that. Very at much all. not that. Um, and that's what like I was disappointed because I was like, man, I really want some Vanillaware action. Uh, remember Mura Mura Masa. Yep, that, that game, game was called? phenomenal. Awesome game. And that yeah, they fucking they did that game dirty, dude. It got released on the Wii of all things. <laughs> yeah. And when it was time to remake it, they released Muramasa Rebirth. Dot 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 on the Vita. <laughs> hey, that's that's where I played it. That's where I. That's played where I it. played it too, and it's phenomenal. And enjoyed it. <laughs> so that's where I played it too, and it's phenomenal. But like maybe release it for you know consoles that aren't out of print or that aren't out of production yeah it's hard to find that game anymore see that's the problem their games are not their games are hard to get man like i was surprised when they did those ps4 ports yeah um but you know that's only two of their games out of like four or five they have yeah it's a huge bummer um agus rim looks really cool uh now that i know that the uh the weird like RTS stuff isn't a main factor of it. It would be cool to check out just for the story. I might look into that now. The story looks the story looks really good. Everything's voice acted. The voice acting is really yeah. good. I like um, that. I'm, I'm interested. Is it in all it in Japanese that. or is it in Japanese no, and English? English, English, Ooh. and it's good. It's like good English. It's not like they're good <laughs> voice actors. <laughs> That's good. I'm definitely into it, dude. I love me Vanillaware. I want to buy it just to support them. Like, I love their artwork. I love their games. Yeah. Um, another game, we have Halo 3 ODST came out on PC for the uh, Master Chief Collection. Uh, if you bought the Master Chief Collection, that's a free update if you bought the whole collection. Or if you have Game Pass, you can get it for free. <laughs> yeah, it's on Game Pass. Uh, if, not, so. if not, if you want to buy Halo 3 ODST by itself for whatever reason, it's only five bucks. <laughs> which Incredible. joking aside odst gets a lot of shit but it's it's a right. good game i like it it's a good game i think it's different yeah. i think it's more of the black sheep of the series but yeah. i think that's what is also what makes it fun yeah yeah you know it has has that different element different yeah. spice to it you know exactly and uh that's out now you can it came out september 22nd so you can pick that up nice um on september 23rd we got kirby fighters 2 
which what do we, I what do we know about, about. this? <laughs> it's it looks like a uh, like a like a Smash Brothers style game. Yeah, but there's more to it than that. There's like bosses you could fight. There's raids you could run through. Um, um, it looks interesting. I didn't know there were one of these already. So <laughs> yeah, it came out on 3ds years ago, and it was free to play with like with uh, microtransaction mechanics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I think the sequel is doing the same thing. Am I wrong on that? I don't know. So you're saying this one's uh, still is free? I think so. I'm double checking right now. Nope, it's twenty dollars. No, you, yeah, this one you pay for. Uh, you you can play with your friends and everything. And uh, there's like there's like I don't know, like fifteen different Kirby's you can play as, and uh, up to four, I believe. Yeah. And yeah, there's like a story mode. You climb a tower. You face bosses. You'll face like iconic bosses and stuff like this. Uh, yeah, but there's it's more very... to do than just fight each other. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like I mean that, that's how the, those Kirby games are. Like like when they release a Kirby Air Ride, like you know Kirby Racing game, there's yeah, more to yeah. do than just racing people. You know, yeah. it's similar. When they release a Kirby fighting game, there's a lot more to do than just fighting each other with your fighting your friends. Yeah. Um, Kirby Kirby Superstar on a SNES is one of the best. I you know it's the best Kirby game ever. Yeah, it's hard to yeah. talk. It's yeah, hard to talk. I have a soft spot for the 64 crystal. Uh, Same. Uh, crystal shards. Stars. Yeah, crystal shards. It's a soft spot for me, but yeah, superstars. Yeah. Impeccable. Kirby's just a fun game, dude. If you want a game that's like not going to demand too much from you, but it's fun to play, like that's, yeah. that's the way to go, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Cozy Kirby theory. Fighters looks, looks fun. For 20 bucks, you, it's hard to go wrong for 20 bucks, you know? You can just do you can do anything with Kirby, man. You can <laughs> Isn't there a Kirby Battle Royale? I hope oh, there so. should be. I'd fucking I'd play that. Yeah, <laughs> give me give me a Kirby MMO. I'll I'll try it. That'd be dope. I would play the hell out of a Kirby MMO, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, that'd be amazing. You could pick what class you are and everything, your copy abilities and you know yeah. have different stats and everything. That would actually work. <laughs> yeah, I listen. It's it's all there. Just someone needs to take the time just to really flesh it out. I mean, you know, you, you I mean, could we have talking, like a system. Yeah, we were, we were talking last week. They made a Tycho Drummaster RPG game. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I dude, that. this is genius. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like it sounds like it shouldn't work, but it looks really good. Yeah, oh, beautiful. They should do it. They should definitely do it. Um, what else we got in releases? We have uh, Dungreed coming out on Switch and PS4, which I didn't know what this game was until I saw that trailer, and now I'm like kind of interested. Have you seen the trailer for that game yet? No. You know what I should do is start linking the trailers for That's these. That's a good idea, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I don't do that. but I'll put it in the stream chat right now. Give me a second. I, 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 I found have one. Tra- you found one? It looks weird. So it's like um it's like a side scrolling tower climbing RPG where you like fight dudes, you get better weapons, and you level up and you can eat food to level up. 
like it looks really crazy and the the pixel art style is deceptive because it looks very simple but the gameplay doesn't look simple at all no yeah that looks yeah i can see what i'm talking about like it looks crazy dude Mm -hmm. looks like my kind of game right (laughs) there's this bit in the trailer that was really cool like about 42 seconds in where he has this big katana everything slows down he cuts through like a bunch of enemies i'm like what was that that looks awesome See, it's games like this where don't get any exposure. Yeah. Never heard of this anywhere. Yeah. And it looks incredible. Yeah. Like, I'm 110% into this game. It looks like it has multiple playable characters, multiple weapons, and not fantasy weapons. Like, some chick just had a rocket launcher and a shotgun. (laughs) The fun fun thing is that uh, it's already out. You can get this now. Yeah. Yep. It's on Switch and PS4. And I am, I am into Steam. it. Ooh. It might already be out on Steam. Let me check. Possible, yeah. I think this is like a console port of it. I think it's been out for a while already. Let me take a look. Yeah, it's out on Steam already for like $10. Wishlist that and see if there's ever a discount. It's $10, man. Yeah, well, you know. It's but you know what's better you know. than $10? $9. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can see the price history, so if it's ever been lower, I can it will tell me. So I'll actually well, I'll, I'll show you right now. Let's see. The, the historical low has been six sixty nine. Nice sixty nine. Yeah. Nice. So if it ever hits that or lower, that's when I'll buy it. <laughs> If you've never used um, is there any deal.com, they'll send you notifications um, on any game in your wish list. They'll send you notifications if it ever hits. Like, it's never been this low before. Buy it now. They'll tell you. Oh, that's really good. And then does it work uh, for Steam or for. It works on Steam. Steam. Um, I don't know if they do console. Oh, okay. But, I mean, if you're, if you're speaking. Speaking about deals, I bought, I finally bought the Kingdom Hearts All in One Collection on PS4. Oh yeah, you're talking about that because it is seventy percent off right now, thirty dollars. That is a one hundred dollar package. So perfect, and it really is like the All in One. It comes with all the Kingdom Hearts games, including three. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the easiest easiest deal ever. Like it's if you want to get into the series or just play some of your favorites, it's it's a no no brainer. Yeah. yeah. Um, on next release we have uh Jenga Force. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. We're gonna have to talk about all of the I keep saying that, yeah. but then you know, what if another Dungreed comes up where it's like Yeah. <laughs> this one looks interesting. So it's uh it's like a space shooter, not too dissimilar to like those bullet hell shooters, um, like the the riding games, I think that's what they're called. Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, apparently, yeah. this came out on Xbox 360 like forever ago. Yeah, I think this. Yeah, from like uh, seven, eight years ago or something. Yeah. yeah and this yeah. is like a like a remaster of it that's coming out on PS4 and uh, Switch. Ooh. Or Switch or is a PC? A PS4 and PC. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they're they're like a Toho series, right? Yeah, yeah. 
And it looks cool. I mean, if you're into like those like bullet hell shooters, like that might be worth looking into. Yeah. Um, I have a love hate relationship with them. I like them when I'm good at them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. they're, they're not an easy genre to break into. No, no. I, I think I've tried maybe once or twice in, in the past. And I just, yeah, it, you gotta, you gotta change your mind for it. Otherwise you're just going to be like, Oh, I, I lasted 10 seconds. <laughs> great. what's um, cool with this one and they kind of screwed off in the trailer there's that you can customize your ship and uh, they touted over eight thousand ship oh. customizations wow damn that's impressive. a man who likes customization so yeah yeah exactly so it might be worth looking into like just for that but it's 20 bucks i mean yeah it was not 20 dollars i don't but yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, then we got Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. Oh, hell yeah. Which, I mean, if you're a fan of Roller Coaster Tycoon, man, the thing I can do to change your mind is coming out on PC and Switch. <laughs> so good luck playing that on Switch. Nothing yeah. I can do to change your mind. <laughs> and right, Roller Coaster uh, Tycoon had its day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way back. Way, way back. It used to be the best. There's, there's better alternatives, alternatives now. I agree. Yeah, there's 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 more to the the series. I think they I think they truly peaked when they did um, what was that one? It was kind of like a spinoff of theirs where you'd manage the zoo, so it wouldn't be oh, yeah, zoo tycoon. Yeah, but they added dinosaurs, and I'm like, oh my god, they're going off the rails, guys. <laughs> they're adding shit that's not even real anymore. Like that, that was like peak. That was the peak there. Like, oh, you don't believe in that? dinosaurs? Listen, well, I I don't see them. Well, I yeah. believe in the Bible. <laughs> the Bible said the world is 2,000 years old. <laughs> exactly. You, you know what? They didn't mention dinosaurs. They're like, listen, dude came dinosaurs were put here by Satan to test us. <laughs> That's actually things. I, I got into an argument with someone over that. That's actually something that they told me. So <laughs> I'm not making that up. That was a thing that was told to me. Yeah. That's... <laughs> um, but yeah, we have uh, another release. Uh, Serious Sam 4 came out the 24th. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh. <laughs> um, I was going to buy this game. I'm not the biggest Same. Serious Sam fan, but... Same. I was going to buy it, went to the store page, saw all the bad reviews, and I was like, oh, guess not. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not getting good reviews right now, man. Um. One of my favorite YouTubers who I trust for uh, FPS reviews, uh, G-Man Lives, did a review on it. And he was, he didn't have a lot of positive things to say. Yeah. Which is a huge bummer because this is a game that you and I were both like, this looks good. I can't wait for it to come out. I just hope that Crow Team and Devolver Digital don't drop the ball on the, the new Shadow Warrior game when that comes out. Oh, like, yeah. Which, look, I was already like, this game's not going to, this game's not going to do, it's not going to break records or anything, but I like Shadow Warrior, just like I like Serious Sam. Like, yeah, it, they're, they're games that people, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta like it already to get yeah. into it. Like, you already yeah. know what it is going in, so... But this is this is bad though. 
Yeah, dude, it's embarrassing. Oh even, god. Even like Duke Nukem flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. They're not worse. <laughs> like, like, like it's I mean, but it, not that they're like uh like they're similar in some stature of like just their like craziness, but um yeah. it, it, this reminds me a lot of when they were rebooting uh um, Duke Nukem. Yeah, what yeah. if they did it in 2020? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah that, that would be this yeah, game. <laughs> like i think the thing i hate the most about it is how cheap the game looks like i know it's a 40 dollars game crow team and developer digital aren't like a big name but god damn this looks like a unity asset flip dude i think it is though um they <laughs> reused a lot of assets from the talos principle really oh um, if you, no have you, you ever played that game the, the like the tempo scenery they use is like all over the place in this game oh no oh no <laughs> such a bummer. oh it's such a bummer man i was really excited i think for this game. i could be wrong i could be wrong but damn it looks so it looks super close it looks rough, it looks rough too dude Ugh. Yeah. i mean hopefully they, they they update it we get some patches that fix it but yeah. We'll wait and um, see. Um look if you want to get into Serious Sam, get that. They have a collection on Steam that's like it's a it's um it's not really a collection because you still need the individual games themselves, but they have a package that combines all those games into one and it has workshop support. And I think that's the best way to play those games because I agree. It's um it adds co op, it adds VR support. Um mm-hmm. And those old games are just way better than than this one. So yeah, they play. They still play great. I was just playing them like about a week or two ago, and they're still solid games. Yeah. Um, in other news, we had Tennis World Tour come out. Oh, so yeah. that's a thing. If you're in Tennis World Tour, <laughs> I, I I talk shit, but there's someone who's like, I was really excited for that one. I was a fan of the first game. <laughs> Where was there? Was there someone out there? <laughs> I mean, listen, you listen. You like the games you like, but I just, you know, it's it's, it's we're getting we're getting we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. I'm waiting for uh, cricket all stars. Um, <laughs> you know, like when 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 are we getting? I just want every sport. Like if they're on un- unironically, if they made a dodgeball sports game, I would play the crap out of that. Just just. Like I get it, so I guess there's some people that are like supercharged for, you know, tennis or hockey or baseball or basketball, like any of these sports. Um, so yeah, there's definitely some people that like it out there, but nothing like that. But uh, what was it like a couple months ago? Nintendo released that uh, fifty and one for the Switch, which is like fifty board games like built in. Oh yeah, the- oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Rockstar put out a um, ping pong game. Oh yeah, um, back Xbox like 360. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that game sold gangbusters, man. Like you couldn't find that game for the first like week it came out. Yeah, when we put Rockstar on it, I mean, like it's going yeah. to sell regardless. Also, I mean, could... also, yeah. you know, early release 360 game. So yeah. there was not, not a lot to choose from when the three with that from uh, around there. That is true. That is true. Um, we also got Vampire the Masquerade Night Road, which is a continuation of that Vampire the Masquerade visual novel series that's mm-hmm. supposed to tie in to um, Vampire the Masquerade 2, 
whenever that comes out. They've been kind of drip feeding these visual novel Vampire the Masquerade games for a while, and this is like another continuation of it. Which, I mean, I, I can see people being into this. I mean, the big draw of the Vampire Masquerade games is the story. So if you want just that, here's some visual novels for you. Perfect. If you're, if you're one of the 12 people who are into this, um, <laughs> let us know. Um, and then we got uh, another release that came out yesterday, uh, Mafia Definitive Edition, which we talked about a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Mafia, I had no idea how old Mafia was. The game came out in like 2002. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. I had no idea how old it was. I thought it was like an early 360 game. It was like 2008, 2009. I had no idea it was this old. Oh, yeah. And again, this is another game that had a great remaster. So why the fuck can't Nintendo get on that same mindset? (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Because we we know this. They're 10 years behind on everything. They just got online. They just figured (laughs) some of it out, even though the net code's still terrible. Yeah, yeah, but they've been emulating their games forever, so oh, yeah. that's not a new thing. Oh yeah, like they're not. Oh even... god, it's such they're a bummer. Like... like, I see remakes like this, and I'm like, why can't Nintendo do it? Uh, speaking of remakes, Panzer Dragoon remake also just came out yesterday on PC. Ooh. Yes, <laughs> so Which... much stuff coming out that I need to get, but no time. Which it looks incredible, and it's only like twenty three dollars right now on Steam. Yeah. No, it's it's beautiful. They did they did a really good job, and I know, yeah. unironically, a lot of diehard fans were really pumped about this because, uh, like, yeah, Panzer Dragoon was just one of those games you just you picked up and you're like, what is this? And then yeah. you play, and you're like, I'm kind of into it. I kind of yeah. like. It. And also, like, it never got. Re- it came out on what, like, the Sega. At the Saturn. Dreamcast before the Dreamcast. Was it Saturn? 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 Yeah. And it never got released after that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it, it, there was an Xbox. There was an Xbox version. Panzer oh, Dragoon yeah. Orta, Orta, I think that one was called. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that, had a, that had a port of the original Panzer Dragoon like, in it. But Panzer yeah. Dragoon Orta sells for like a fucking like $100. Yeah, they're yeah, expensive. And it's because that, that the original Panzer Dragoon's in it. So you either pay $100 for Orta and get Orta and Panzer Dragoon, or you drop like $600 on Panzer Dragoon Sega Saturn. And, so, you know, we I know we all have our Saturns just in our closet somewhere, so. Nah, I got the, I got the Game Gear. I didn't, I didn't get the Saturn. <laughs> I walked around with that Game Gear, man. That was, that was my Sega console. I still have my Dreamcast around here, surprisingly. Ooh. Dreamcast never, was good, man. Never did. Dreamcast was Dreamcast didn't get it's because it came out around the same time the PS2 did. So yeah. yeah. The the only the the worst thing the Dreamcast did was come out so late. Like if it had come out sooner, it would have been a great system. Oh yeah, no, it had amazing games. Yeah. Uh yeah, it really and it it was hard to compete with the PS2. The PS2 just was slated. Just yeah. so many games and so many wonderful wonderful games came out for it yeah and um, you know crazy. dvd yeah yeah, yeah. that too that was you a lot know? of people's first dvd player hell yeah they're like listen you could play freaky friday on your ps2 you're like god damn <laughs> god damn i'm ready for it when i was a kid i hated dvds <laughs> because my logic was you know tapes are more durable mm. like if i like I, I can't scratch my tape 
That was my logic. That was like 10. <laughs> so I was like, why would anyone buy this? If you scratch that CD, you're fucked. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's hard I, to get in and like destroy the tape. Like you really, you, it's in a shell. So you really yeah, have, but it, you know? every time you watch the tape, you're destroying it though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then you're like, did this moment really happen? Is it weird that they just kind of cut to the finale like that? <laughs> Maybe it was, that's just how it always was. It's fine. It's fine. Everything. Um, what else we got? Oh, uh, coming out on the 28th. So in two more days, we have Genshin Impact coming out, which we talked about a bit on the podcast before. Yeah, because it's weird. It's, it's a weird game. Yeah, yeah it's a free-to-play Breath of the Wild clone with some platinum games looking action elements oh yeah 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 but it's also like a, it's a it's a mobile game though yeah <laughs> it's coming out like, on pc PS4, and mobile it's, a, it's also a mobile yes. yeah <laughs> it's fucking weird it's a weird amalgamation of game ideas that's why i'm like super curious as to what they're going to try to sell me in this game because it's got to be rotten with it. I'm yeah, sure it's going to be rotten with just free-to-play <laughs> bullshit. It's a free-to-play mobile game coming out of China. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> fucking filled with, like, disgusting uh, micro... Uh, but people seem super uh, excited about it, so... But it looks yeah. like quality, though. It looks... Yeah. You know? It doesn't look that bad. It doesn't. I, I, style is pretty cool. It's got that nice, like... Uh, like smooth cartoony anime look to it you know it, it don't look too bad and like, i can't yeah. tell if it's multiplayer like every time i see this game i'm like is this a multiplayer game or is it so, just ai or is it like I, just, I still don't know what the game is but it looks good it has man. it has multiple characters you can play as too and they all play differently so i'm like there's a lot here that's like got me <laughs> excited but then i think like Free to play mobile game, and I'm I get less excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a tough. It's a tough. It's like someone gave you brand cereal when you're a kid, and you're just like, "Ooh, I don't know about this one. This one, Chief. I don't know." Yeah. Right, <laughs> because I have to wait and see. I mean, this is a game we we've been following for the last like what two three weeks now. <laughs> yeah, definitely gonna check like, it we've out. Been keeping an eye on this for a while. And they've tried to like rebrand themselves because I remember when you when you first saw the trailer to it. I was like, oh, that's that Breath of the Wild clone. And you're like, what are you talking about? There's something Breath of the Wild in here. And then I showed you their first trailer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And immediately you're like, oh, yeah, this is a straight clone. But with weird, like, Platinum Games combat elements, which I like. But I don't know, man. That, that free-to-play thing is bugging me. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. And, oh, that's it. <laughs> this is any other releases I don't know about. You guys want to? You guys want to share nothing nothing i've seen i know um steam <laughs> is doing a tokyo game show uh like uh event right now oh yeah and so Jack so what i what i did was i um so there's a bunch of demos on there that you can um that you can download and and, and play there's a bunch of demos mm-hmm. um what i did yesterday was i downloaded every single demo that was on there and streamed uh streamed every single one. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. 23 of them 
Oh my god. <laughs> uh so that uh I've got that archived up on the on the YouTube channel, so nice. If anyone wants to check that out. There's some really bad games in there. Um <laughs> I recommend you check out Pull Stay. Um some good laughs out of that. Um but the the the, the Steam thing is only gonna be up until Monday, so if you want to check out any of those games, um, you can download them all until Monday. Um, and I'm gonna put the link for that in the that out. Um, yeah. Other than that, that's um next next week. I'll be playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ooh, playing through that. Nice, um, nice. And actually, I might have to do a part two to that demo. The demo stream we did because they they put out more demos. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you did, you see that? Remember that Raji game, that Nintendo show, that uh, Indian game? Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. That's on there now, which it wasn't on there Ooh. when I when I did the thing. So I remember I that one. A... We had a lot of good things to say about it. Yeah, I might have to do a part two because I want to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be playing Final Fantasy VII next week. Um, Zero, what are you doing? What do you got going on? next week for next week uh not too much i'm buying buying some time until uh the first week of october because uh i know the new crash game is coming out so i'm excited for that yes nice but in, until then i'll probably play a little bit more of a uh, 3d uh, all-stars i uh <laughs> wanted to do like a discussion on it so i gotta play it more so i gotta be sad and um yeah that's about it uh, where can people find you? Oh, uh, well, people can find me on the internet. Uh, on Twitch, you can find me for uh, Zero Level, just as it's spelled, with an X instead of a Z, because it's cool like that, I guess. Not really. And then on Twitter, you can find me on the same handle. And then uh, YouTube is uh, Level Zero, just because I couldn't get the name rights. There's someone that already existed. It's funny enough. So I just, yeah, that's where you can find. Yeah. It's me. All right, Rick. What are you playing next week? Um, I'll probably keep playing Dragon Quest, man. Between like shifts at work, because of uh, I work in insurance, so because of this COVID outbreak, I've been working like crazy. They were getting so many calls, and people trying to postpone their payments. Or, uh it's been ridiculous. So I've I've been packed with that, but I'll probably keep playing Dragon Quest because I could take it anywhere with me. I can play my lunch breaks at work and stuff. You know what's crazy? Speaking of Tokyo Game Show, Square Enix had their show um, like a couple days ago and yeah. they announced like 12 new Dragon Quest games. <laughs> oh, like, I saw that. Yeah. Dragon Quest still popping out in Japan. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's a lot bigger in Japan than it is here, man. In fact, uh, um, there's a, uh, a rumor, it's a myth that Square Enix isn't allowed to release Dragon Quest games during the week anymore because Tokyo like comes to a standstill whenever uh, Dragon Quest yeah. comes out. Yeah, like kids skip school <laughs> and stuff like that. Skip work. Yeah. It's, it's not entirely wrong, but Square Enix did take it upon themselves to release Dragon Quest games on the weekends because they're scared of like Japan coming to a standstill if they release it during a work day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Crazy got an impact That's like that. The power of gaming at yeah. your fingertips. Well, um, yeah, that's gonna do it here. Um, twitch.tv slash gameoverse. 
Twitch.tv slash Gamelverse, you know? Uh, yeah. Check out Zero, Level Zero, or Zero Level. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash Zero Level. Oh, thanks, thanks guys for having me. It was, it was a lot of fun, actually, and uh, I just love talking games, and I don't do it enough, so this is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah man. hopefully, um, you know, don't be a stranger. We'd love to have you on again whenever you want. Yeah. You're free. Free to join mm-hmm. us. And man, we do this every week. Uh, it's supposed to be every Tuesday, so we'll have one and uh, have one pretty another one pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, just hit me up. I'd be more than happy to. Yeah, for sure. All right. So um, yeah, that's gonna do it. Thanks for stopping by, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, shouts out California, who um, I did. I looked at the analytics, and they are repping hard with the podcast. So shouts out California. <laughs> um, all right. Nice. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thank you.